This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. All you have to do, dial in toll-free and bring up whatever you want. 855-450-FREE is the number brought to you by SACL CAI. And this is the live Saturday edition of the program here with you tonight. It's Ian. And Mark. All right. So our number again is one eight five five four fifty free. On the way here this evening, of course, your calls about anything, and uh, then a story about alcohol. That's going to maybe be a shocker for some folks if we get the chance. But first, uh, there's news out of D.C. where a protest has been shut down on what appears to be some pretty flimsy pretenses. Uh, Mark, you want to share that with us? Yeah, it looks like um, here from the WashingtonExaminer.com, U.S. Secret Service officers shut down a student-led protest calling for President Obama to fire Attorney General Eric Holder this morning, and this was on July the 2nd. And according to a report um, from in front of the White House, after discovering a suspicious package The Secret Service ended the protest. Several agents uh, seemed hostile to our march and seemed anxious for us to leave the area. Um, This is uh, from Maurice Lewis, a university at the – excuse me, a a student at the University of California. And uh, I guess he's involved with uh, campus reform in some way. The discovery of the unidentified package came just as the protest began to gain traction. And I think it's it's interesting because – you know, here where we have the First Amendment, you're supposed to have the right to peacefully assemble. Yeah. And that, you know, sadly, for people who are keeping track of uh, the ability to protest around the world, you will see the United States is not at the top of that list. Many people will say the United States is the freest country in the world, or at least when I was growing up, they would say things like that. I don't hear people saying that like they used to. Often they'll still say the United States is the best country in the world, but that's a much less quantifiable term. Um, you know, I mean, best could mean the best skiing. I'm mm. sure Switzerland would have something to say about that. But, uh, you know, I mean, you, you pick. Um, there's... When when you're talking about these things, it's, it seems like the government has uh, gotten more and more ways to crack down on your right to peacefully assemble. Yeah, did no you doubt. get did you get a permit? Well, it's either a right or it's not. I'm facing a trespass charge right now uh, because I went and peacefully assembled on what is supposed to be public property, the local courthouse. courthouse. And uh, myself and some other folks, uh, a number of people have been banned. I think five or six different activists up here have been banned Some of whom weren't even there. Right. We were banned forever from the courthouse because they didn't like what we were saying. And they didn't like that uh, we were singing songs and that we were asking questions and holding video cameras. I mean, really, everything we did should have been protected under the First Amendment. But, I mean, who cares? I mean, the the government guys aren't – they're not doing anything to protect any of those rights. So, in fact, what they're doing is the opposite. They're running roughshod all over people's rights. And then to whom do you turn? You know, because if the government people are at at every turn trying to stop you from engaging in free speech – and shutting it down in whatever way they possibly can, to whom do you turn to say, hey, wait, what about the First Amendment? Well, supposedly you're supposed to be able to turn to the courts. but we I find, can't even go to the court. I'm banned forever. Right. It's at the courthouse. And we find that, you know, my, my experience is the courts tend to back these people up. I mean, when you have, in, in the case of where we are, and, and I'm sure that it's not much different in many places around America, when you're talking about the collusion that's going on, is these people, big-time local government bureaucrats, they work with big-time local government bureaucrats. So the sheriff and the judge work in the same building. You don't think these people come across each other? If the judge tells the sheriff, you can't ban somebody from uh, protesting on the court. He's got to see that guy on a daily basis. 
Well, what's that going to be like for him? Well, he doesn't have to see you. And but even in, in the a case larger of, place like D.C., right. uh, all the judges and those folks may not know one another. Like here in Keene, New Hampshire, it's a smaller town, and so everybody knows everybody. But in D.C., they may not necessarily be as well acquainted. But that doesn't mean they're not backing each other up because uh, it's the state helping the state. I mean, well, these are not three branches. They know they of, work on, for the good guys. They know they're on the side of the righteous. That's what they think. And Well, that's sure. Maybe that's, that's what anybody thinks. Not me. Uh, you don't believe you're on the side of the righteous? I don't believe they are. Well, I don't see – Oh, look, if they're not, then who are you? Um, So (laughs) they believe they're on the side of the righteous, and so therefore their buddies are on the side of the righteous. And even if their buddies aren't perfect, you got to back them up. And that's really the mentality. Here in this news story, the the Secret Service claims to have found a suspicious package. How convenient. Wait wait a second. In in Boston, uh, a couple of years ago, they had the the light bright incident where- The the Moonanites. Yes, they had these advertising things with these characters from the Cartoon Network or were up. They they shut the city down because somebody thought that this little blinking box might be a bomb. you know, it happens in airports. It, it, the, the the same place in Boston, they they blew up their own traffic counter down in Florida. I think they didn't it was know or, what it was. Orlando. They did, yeah, the cops didn't know it. It's it's a suspicious box. It it, it counts cars going by, and I, you know they've been there for years. But whatever, somebody didn't know what the box was. Let's blow it up. Out in Orlando, I think it was. They blew up a, a hobby horse that was sitting in the middle of a cul-de-sac that some child had left there. You know, the, it's a cul-de-sac. There's not a lot of traffic there. The kids probably play in the cul-de-sac. That kind of thing. Somebody left their toy out in the middle. Somebody reports it. It's a suspicious hobby horse. They, they blow the it the F here. up. They shut down a, a good swath of downtown Keene a couple of years ago because some old bum had left a six-pack of beer and a backpack outside the courthouse because he had court that morning and he didn't want to bring beer into the courthouse. Wise so move. He left the uh, backpack full of beer in the parking garage. Somebody came across it, reported it to the police, and the police uh, treated it as though it were a bomb threat. So now in today's post-9-11 world where everybody's skittish as they can possibly be it's just too dangerous to have free speech and this ladies and gentlemen dangerous is how freedom who? dies dangerous to the state well it, it they, they can claim it's a suspicious package this eric holder uh, firing of eric holder protest was broken up who knows what this would have turned into this mm-hmm. could have been the actual first million man march on washington we don't know it was stopped before the the protest gained traction right. now i doubt very seriously you would have had more than a couple of dozen people there but whatever it's, it's hard to, it's hard to get people out to but protest obviously they didn't even want a few dozen people there they didn't right. want anybody there it reminds me of when the uh it was just i mean a who's it gonna blow ago? up protesters why right. do you care <laughs> right. Well, they care because they don't want people to see the protest. They don't want anyone to see dissent. Remember, there was a, a story. Uh, I don't know if you were on the show in, in this instance, Mark, but there was a story a couple weeks ago of a guy who was like Dr. Hemp or whatever. He uh, came on a back of a truck in a cage. Do you yes. recall this? They dropped off this truck, like flatbed truck comes up, drops off a cage, a metal cage, like something you'd keep a, a bear in or something like that, a fairly strong metal cage. Out in front of the White House. And the, yeah, they dropped it right out in front of the White House. This guy was in the cage with uh, hemp plants. and he, Not cannabis, not marijuana, correct. just hemp, the correct. thing that they the make ropes plant. out of. 
Uh, and so he had hemp plants in there with him, and his intention was, and he did do what he intended, uh, was to take those plants and process them, turn them into hemp oil. And he began that process, uh, and at the same time, I believe, you know, spoke to the crowd that Just had... teaching a little had, lesson while he was in a cage with a bunch of hemp plants. Right. Well, it didn't take long before the D.C. police showed up with barriers and physical, like, right. big, I don't know what you call them, these uh, things you get at Home Depot, the huge piece of wood that you just get at Home Depot, just really large. I don't, what do you call that? Where a sheet of plywood? It's fairly th- thin. Yeah, sheet of plywood. <laughs> uh, they, I'm not a construction guy. So they put these sheets of plywood, fairly large pieces of wood, up against the cage to actually physically block the view of anyone who might have been passing by. But in addition, they also shut down the traffic to the road out in front of the Pennsylvania Avenue, I guess. Right. In front of the White House, as if this is necessary. I mean, you, if, if you're gonna if you're gonna get a, uh, I mean, you could pull this guy out of there with a tow truck if that's what you wanted to do. You could tow him out of there. There's no reason to put the barriers up. They sure want to they stop want to see it. and stifle the speech. Right. Well, that's their reason. They don't want you to see what was really a brilliant uh, an instance of civil disobedience. This is brilliant to uh, to have hemp plants in a cage with you. It's sad that in supposedly the freest country in the world, I don't believe that for a second any longer, sadly. I mean, I think it's sad, but there's no evidence at all. I would like to find out where, you know, upon what metric the United States is the freest in the world. Or upon what aggregate of which metrics the United States is the freest in the world. Well, I don't see those lists. I mean, I look at lists. Yeah. You know, the United States is down in the 40th, 40th uh, you know, n- numbers of the 40s of 200 nations or so as far as press, press freedom, freedom goes. Yeah, that's no good. Uh, we also know that uh, it's the least free place in the world as far as population in prison. Uh, many of them had never hurt anybody else, of course. They're just in for a drug possession. It's nonsense like that. 855-450-FREE. You can tell us, if you believe that the U.S. is free, why. It's not easy for an unknown person to get noticed in this busy world. Hello, I'm Brad Ryder. I'm a songwriter, and I have a couple of albums, one with a country sound and one that's Christian-inspired. I'd like to invite you to visit my Facebook page, facebook.com slash downbearmusic. If you like what you hear, tell your friends. My name's Brad Ryder, and my music is at facebook.com slash downbearmusic. And thanks for noticing. This is Free Talk Live. The toll-free number here tonight is 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Create the content there if you would like or vote on the existing content. You can submit new items to the site and then others can vote on those things or you can vote on things as well. Uh, You can simply visit freetalklive.com. Once you're logged in, of course, it's free to log in. Uh, once you're logged in, you can click Upcoming Stories, and that'll show you all the different things that listeners like you have submitted to the site within the last day or two or three. And then you can vote up or down, whether you like or dislike the uh, different items there. The most voted up make it to the front page in the site. It's a way to share interesting things on the Internet with other listeners of this program and the hosts as well. So go to freetalklive.com to get interactive for free. If you're looking for camping, hunting, survival, or shooting gear, Man Venture Outpost's got everything that the outdoors enthusiast uh, might need. It's got the name brands and at the best prices. They've got ammunition, knives, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, 
boating equipment, camping equipment like tents, that kind of thing, everything you need. They're family-owned, members in good standing of the Better Business Bureau. You know how important that is when you're buying online. You can get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL at manventureoutpost.com. It's manventureoutpost.com, and the coupon code is FTL to save 5%. All right. You know, Mark, I think you you asked an interesting question before we went to the break, and I wanted to reiterate it. Uh, And, of course, you can also call in about anything you want. But you pointed out that you don't really ever hear people say, it's the freest country in the world. They'll say it's the best country. Uh, Yeah, not these days. They'll say it's the best country, but that's like saying you've got the best cancer. But even so, what by what metric is it the the best? By what metric is it the freest? If you are somebody who believes it's the freest country in the world still, how are you qualifying that? I think it's the best um, in the world for making money, um, you know, for the, you know, like it's, it's probably easier to come here for many, many people uh, from around the world. There's, it's a lot larger than many of the countries that have higher standards of living. It's easier to become a citizen, say, than uh, you know, Bahrain or something like that, where, you know, everybody's paid like $50,000 to be a citizen. So as far as the money goes, the money is definitely changing hands in the United States. But where the money goes, so go the power seekers. And that's definitely what Washington has really done is, is it's become so full of power seekers that, you know, governments, that's what governments have to do. They must govern. They must take away people's freedoms. And it wasn't the intention, though. The intention, as you know, as it's written in the Constitution, was that they were supposed to protect people's freedoms. Well, I mean, that's what people believe about government. Who wants a government that doesn't protect freedom, right? Yeah. So we got to say that it's there to protect freedom. And then do the opposite. Indeed. Let's go to the phones to your thoughts. You can bring up what you want here. Uh, Dave listening in uh, Eureka in California to KGOE. Hey, Dave. Hey, how's it going? I love your show. I love the fact that you invite truth. You allow for free speech. You're a great show. Thank you. Um, Go ahead with your thoughts. Two issues, if I might. Mm -hmm. One is that I the same thing is happening here in Humboldt County that uh, is happening for you guys and everywhere else, I guess. They are trying to make urgent rules restricting where and when we can demonstrate, what kind of banners we can have and whether or not we can be on the sidewalk or on the stairs and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Never have they done this before. I ask, why is it happening now? It has to do with this Occupy movement. We are questioning the bureaucrats. We're saying, why do you get us into wars for profit? We're asking them, are they destroying our environment? And a lot of questions that they don't want to have asked. And nope. So they'd like to ban us from being there and pretend we're destroying the grass or something. But yep. So what? So you've, so you've had a ban issue? Time. And another thing happened earlier Hold this on, Dave. Week. So you're saying you've, you and other protesters out there in the Eureka area have been physically told you cannot be on certain public property? Yes. Yeah, several of us have been arrested and taken in, and there's a trial in progress right now involving several of our people. Now, this is a poor county. They can't afford to try a lot of cases of rape and assault and everything, but they find the means to bring up several attorneys to put a full jury panel together, mm. and they're going to try these people who tried to protest with their signs in the wrong place and time. Wow. I can't believe that, but that's happening right now in Humboldt County. I believe it. So what was the other thing? Well, the other thing is, earlier this week, the little country of Ireland decided that their voting machines were just too risky, that they were not producing accurate results, they're too easily hacked, and so they banned them. They have outlawed them. There will not be no more 
electronic voting equipment in Ireland. Hmm. We still have it here, though, and it is no more dependable here than it is there. How long have you all had it out in California? How do we keep allowing that to happen? It's how we get people in government that don't give a damn about the will of the people. Well, I can tell you that there are people in government, even without electronic voting machines, that don't give a damn about uh, what you want. They just want to help their friends and punish their enemies. It's been that way since long before the uh, electronic voting machines. But all that said, certainly the electronic voting machines uh, open up some big questions as far as the reliability of the voting process and the accuracy of the results. I think they've been proven time and time again to have back doors, and they've been proven to be easily hackable. Yeah, they're hackable as hell. That doesn't mean somebody's necessarily hacking your voting machine just because things didn't come out the but way you can't that, prove that they one aren't. wished. But right, there's there's not there's no way to tell. And so I think that I support the idea of not having the electronic voting machines. How long have you uh, had them out in California, Dave? Well, every county is different, and we have 58 counties, mm-hmm. and we're one of the smaller ones, and we do actually have somewhat verifiable. But uh, it's it, there are voting machines, and the votes are counted by T-Bowl machines, and so we end up with people that we that really don't give a damn about us. Now, why do people go to voting machines and vote for people that don't choose to represent the interests of the people? Well, I, I can tell you, Dave, that uh, this uh, this election here in New Hampshire coming up here this year, uh, we do not have electronic voting uh, in New Hampshire. It is, uh, you know, it's the old... Right. And believe me, I don't feel ballot. represented by my representatives Not here at all. The, uh, you know, the people that I have to choose from for state senate, one of them is the thug uh, sheriff who uh, has banned me from the courthouse, and the other one is a patronizing woman who uh, says, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whenever you talk to her, yeah, she goes, I believe mm-hmm. you got. I believe you got that choice because they rigged the primary election. They decided. No, that's it's, not it at all, Dave, sir. It's not rigged. It, you know, it may or may not be rigged, but chances. But you're not getting the fact is politics attracts people that would abuse power. Yes, and that's. I mean, you know, if you're going to have a powerful position, then people who wish to abuse it are likely to be the ones that are attracted to it. Right. I. I mean, I'm sorry if you didn't realize that before electronic voting, but it has nothing to do with electronic voting. That just corrupts the process even further. And I thank you, Dave for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's been like this since the history of politics, since the history of power, since before we've all been alive. I mean, it's been like this. It's more observable now because we can report the news in a much more efficient and fast uh, manner. We've got the internet, so things, uh, you know, communications move pretty quick uh, these days. So you can get a better picture for some of the things that are going on around the world. You can see more of the corruption that's going on. It's more in your face uh, than it's ever been before. But that doesn't mean it wasn't happening 20 or 50 years ago. It absolutely was. It's just that those those bureaucrats, those elected uh, officials, and those attorneys... They had the, the benefit of the cover of uh, essentially darkness. I mean, if you're not shining light on the cockroaches, then they're going to be flittering around doing all whatever Media, they want. Media, specifically the internet, has really changed everything. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind and take control of the airwaves. Whether you want to talk about corruption or uh, freedom or the gateway drug of alcohol, we still have to get to that coming up. You can take control. It's Free Talk Live. 
MindThings.com is a fun online game that pits you against people around the world to mine for scarce resources. Do business in a capitalist economy with virtually mined gold tax-free. You could be a trader doing business between cities, a pirate lying in wait for hapless traders, a guard capturing pirates, or one of nine other professions. It doesn't require a big-time commitment. Your mining robots work whether you're logged in or not. It costs nothing to play, but you can buy bonuses. They even accept bitcoins. Go to MindThings.com. Use coupon code FTL. Double your mining speed. It's free. MindThings.com. Talk Live, toll-free number here, 855-453. It's a live Saturday edition of the program, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. We've got listening options, broadband, midband, and narrowband versions of the show. You can tune in 24-7 to the latest episode of Free Talk Live over at listen.freetalklive.com. In addition, get details on how to get tuned in to our over 100 great AM and FM stations that carry the show throughout the week. XM Satellite Radio is another option for you where we are on every single night on two different... uh, You can find us on two different channels throughout the week on XM. And in addition to that, you'll also find out about our listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance and listen that that way. There's also our webcam and the free-to-air KU band satellite channel as well. It's all there for you over at listen.freetalklive.com. Speaking of listening to things online, there's a different way than just going about it through your web browser and having to pull up some kind of media player and then streaming whatever the uh, service is to your ears. You can leave the computer off and turn on the CC Wi-Fi internet radio. In fact, mine's on all the time. Uh, 24 hours a day, I've got the CC Wi-Fi internet radio going in the kitchen, actually, because it's Wi-Fi, so it can be wherever it is your Wi-Fi signal is, and it will allow you to tune in 18,000 streams from around the world. Plus Pandora. Pandora, yep. Opio, Live 365, and MP3 tunes are also available through the C-Crane Company's CC Wi-Fi Internet Radio. It's a great product and one of many great products from the C-Crane Company. You can go to ccrane.com to learn more and order yours. That's C-C-R-A-N-E.com. When you do order, you can mention Free Talk Live to get a cool free LED flashlight. Our number here tonight, 855-453-JAMES. James listening in Jacksonville, North Carolina. James, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how you doing? Uh, great show. First time caller. Welcome, sir. I'm told um, you're listening on FM. Is that true? Uh, yeah. To what station are you uh, hearing Free Talk Live? In- uh, it's uh, 99.5. Um, I believe it's out of Myrtle Beach. Oh, okay. South I got gotcha. you. All right. I was a little confused. Uh, very good. Out of Myrtle Beach. So that would be WRNN. Fantastic. Yeah, that's it. I, I couldn't remember the, the station designation. Go ahead with your thoughts, sir. Well, I'm just curious why it is that you know, hot items such as, you know, the Stolen Valor Act, you know, that gets shot down and is, you know, ruled as freedom of speech. And, you know, me personally as a combat veteran, I, you know, see that as very, very, you know, degrading. And I take great offense to that. What you're talking about, just so I can make sure we're clear, you're talking about the court decision that came down recently that determined that it is not a, uh, it's not an illegal act to lie about one's military service or one's military awards. Yes, exactly. And you're saying you're upset about that? Well, for one, I do believe in freedom of speech. You know, I love this country for that fact. I love being able to, you know, listen and call into a station like this. And I, you know, I'm all about it. But 
just the moral ground but. upon that, you know, it's just very, you know, personal to me. And having friends, you know, being injured and having, you know, friends getting killed and the awards that they get, you know, either posthumously or now, and other people that, you know, have never seen anything and never done anything that we've done, and they're claiming that. You know, to me, it's very offensive, but that's not really, you know, why I'm calling in. It's mainly like, why are these things being, you know, ruled as freedom of speech when you have stuff on the other side of the spectrum, like the guy that was uh, did the hemp demonstration outside the White House? Why is that not getting protected for freedom of speech? Well, this is one of those uh, it's situations where freedom of speech should be protected because everybody has their different thing that they might like and it's the it's the uh, it's the, the the unpopular speech that needs to be protected I get that somebody who's, uh, you know, portraying themselves as a combat veteran or whatever, because chances are they're not going to portray themselves as a guy who was in the quartermaster's office, right? Um, You know, they're going to say that they were, uh, you know, a Navy SEAL or something like that because they respect that and they want to be respected by other people. So to some extent, it's a compliment to the people who actually have done those things. Other thing, otherwise, I would also say that probably the best punishment for that person is to be outed as a person who tells those kind of lies. Um, you know, I mean, that's yeah. I don't want to have that person yeah. go to jail. I mean, that's not the solution. That's not going to help anything. I don't want my money to be stolen from me to put a person in a jail cell who's just told a lie about their past. I mean, in the same way, lying's definitely not a good thing. It's not something that should be encouraged, but it's also not something that should be illegal. It's not something that uh, you know. There's no victim, I think bearing false witness against your neighbor or telling uh, fraud or making fraudulent claims about a product or well, something like that. I think well, that those things should be. If you're engaging in lying to defraud someone, that's another thing. So, like, if you are getting money right, out of for, somebody, like personal gain, you know. Yep. So, uh, you know, if somebody's coming to your house doing HVAC work and um, claims to be a combat veteran, um, you know, so that somebody will like them more in the same way that the Christians will put the little fish in their telephone uh, book ad or whatever. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason they're doing that i think it's kind of despicable but it I, I think it almost falls into that realm of fraud if they're lying you mean if they're lying yes right. so yeah that, that's that's true as well but what do you guys think about um i the name of the church escapes me right now but that one church that likes to protest outside military funerals. Westboro you know, Baptist Church. For freedom of speech as well. The yeah, Westboro Baptist Church. And they are, you know, they're, they're really the bleeding edge of uh, free speech in this country. They do, they say despicable things in despicable places. And they try to use, you know, do whatever they can to get news media. And then when somebody punches them in the face, they, uh, they get... Uh, they get settlements from them. I mean, this is how they basically are you know, funded themselves. is through lawsuits from people who are so outraged by the things that they say. Right, because they're not they, growing their church. Right, that they, <laughs> well, sure. they're never going to. Exactly. It's just a family right. um, that they, you know, they use physical violence against them. And I understand why people get upset when people say really horrifying things. I get it. But is all you do is pay, play into the... Um, um, in, into these people's hands. And so, you know, I mean, you got to ask yourself, would you take $50,000 for a punch in the nose? And a lot of people would. James, I want to go back to the question that you asked, though, originally, which is, you know, comparing one court decision on this, you know, folks that are lying about their military service, that not being illegal, that court decision making that choice, and then another, you know, the actions of these government bureaucrats to, to shut down protests. Uh, you know, why is there this this difference is what you were talking about before. And- yeah, it's it's almost like a double standard. It's like if it's controversial in the media, it's all it always ends up getting protected. But if it seems harmless, and oh, people are 
standing on some grass. You know, they always get shut down and end up having court orders against them. Well, the harm is uh, that they're okay. Well, you have to you have to view it from the government guy's perspective. Like the the police do not want somebody harvesting hemp plants out in public because it will show people that uh, you know people that use hemp are not crazed drug addicts and there's a message there that is contrary to the official state line which is marijuana is evil and hemp is the same as marijuana which is not true of course uh, but you know Absolutely. they have these they have this propaganda that's out there and anything that, uh, that that is done that counteracts that propaganda is a threat to the status quo and so they'll do whatever they can to stop that some guy going to a park Party wearing medals uh, and trying to flaunt himself as though he is a, a former Marine or something like that isn't a threat to the status quo of, uh, of the state. Actually, he's a benefit to the status quo of the state. Really? Because, well, yeah, because he says to people, look, uh, I mean, you know, the fact is that uh, soldiers are backing up the state. I mean, that's what they do generally until you have some situation like it goes, um, it goes off the wheels uh, like Syria. But you know, so when somebody claims to be one of these uh, a soldiers, so they're really a- actually backing up the power of the state. They're saying that, you know, I'm a good person because I did what the state told me to do. So does that make sense? They're more likely to shut down free speech that has to do with a threat to their power structure than they are any other sort of free speech. I, I do understand that, you know, regardless of whether or not I agree with it or not. I, I do know that's why it is. It's just one of those things I wanted to it's talk about. It's offensive, yeah. Yeah, it's frustrating. And as far as the medals uh, with that particular case, that was a crapshoot. I mean, it could have gone either way. You never know how these courts yeah. are going to rule, and I didn't... I was actually kind of surprised that they ruled in favor of uh, free speech on that one. And at least, you know, again, a broken clock strikes right a couple times a day. Uh, so I think they exactly. did make the right choice there. But thanks, James, yeah. for your call and your thoughts. I appreciate hearing from you tonight at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can also bring up whatever's on your mind. That is the point of this program. one 450 free Still to come here tonight, we can still talk about uh, freedom of speech or, on the way, alcohol. Is it the gateway drug? Get 18,000 radio stations from around the world. Pandora, Opio, Live 365, and MP3 Tunes. With C-Crane's CC Wi-Fi Internet Radio. It's great in any room of the house. You can listen to your favorite station stream from back home, whether it's another state or another country. Play Free Talk Live's live streams, lrn.fm, or your favorite stations. If you're not familiar with the C-Crane company, their products are the best. Get the CC Wi-Fi Internet Radio at ccrane.com. ccrane.com. Take control of the airwaves here on this live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. The number is toll-free. It's 855-450-FREE. That's 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features there. If you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, shop with us. Head over to shop.freetalklive.com, and that's where you'll find links to Amazon, different Amazons in different countries like Amazon UK, Amazon Canada, Amazon the US as well. You just go to shop.freetalklive.com and get whatever it is you're looking for that you normally probably would have bought at Amazon anyway. It's just you're entering through our site, so Amazon cuts us a portion of their sale. It's the same great prices, the same great service and selection you're used to. It's just that Amazon's literally sending us a portion of their profits for sending them the business. So go to shop.freetalklive.com. And if you love liberty, that is, if you understand what freedom's all about, the freedom to live your life how you want means you have to allow others to live 
theirs how they want to, as long as everybody remains peaceful. And uh, if that's something that uh, floats your boat, then you should go to freestateproject.org to learn about the movement of thousands of like-minded, liberty-oriented people all moving together to the same place. Over a thousand are already here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Mark, you and I moved up back in 2006. That's right. Uh, There are people moving every single month to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Over 11,000, nearly 12,000 people have signed on board with the project, and we want to reach 20,000. So if you love freedom and are willing to actually do something to achieve it in your lifetime, take the time out to familiarize yourself over at freestateproject.org. As we go to Bill, listening in Medford, KMed. Hey, Bill, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Well, thank you. Hey, what's on your mind, Bill? I love listening to you guys. Thank you, sir. I love listening to you guys. Go ahead. Uh, I, know, I know you guys are all Ron Paul uh, uh, people and stuff like that. I like Ron Paul. I got a problem with it. Yeah, yeah I like Ron Paul, too, because I'll tell you what. Uh, got good ideas, but man, I would have voted for was Herman Cain, but he was chased out. Us. Why? He was a businessman, never been a politician. So well, he that did makes... work for the Federal Reserve Bank, um, which was he know, a chairman of the Federal Reserve? Yeah, Bank? of a of a regional Federal Reserve Bank. I mean, you know, so that's kind of like working for the government in the sense that uh, you know the Federal oh, Reserve. Was? What's that? Yeah, he was. Oh, that's something I never found out. Well. Now Anyhow, you know. what I want to say is uh, uh, another thing about this guy I was talking about, you know, before the break. Yeah, I agree with they what the Supreme Court said about this old boy that was, uh, uh, um, you know, wearing medals he wasn't supposed to wear and everything. I'm an old Marine combat vet, 65 to 71. I find it very offensive they let people do things like that. Well, what do you think should happen? Hello? I think he ought to go work. He ought to get uh, uh, fined for doing it and go work in the VA hospital and see what happened. The people paid for his right to do what he's doing. Well, okay, so if he has a right to do what he's doing, then you shouldn't be advocating for him to be put in uh, to you know slave labor. Uh, you're saying he should be fined, which means if he doesn't pay the fine, then what will happen? Look, I'm, it's no fine. He should be able to do it. See, I'm a Jeffersonian constitution. Oh, he's just offended, man. I mean, and I, I get gotcha. it. Like, he's offended. So and you're offended, but you understand that, uh, you know, you don't have a right not to be offended and that this guy should be free to, to uh, make a fool of himself or, you know, tell lies. Well, we can do that, too. I mean, you you know, you can make him uh, stand out on a street corner and say, hey, you know what? But, you know, the thing is, when push comes to shove, he's the boy that's going to have to decide how he's going to live with his life. Yeah. And that's the thing is I think that the uh, the, the people that do this that uh, you know when they get exposed that that's the really the best thing they're not going to do it again once they've been exposed you know they're they're people that have told lies in their life and have been successful at telling lies they haven't been caught enough because that's well, look really look at the government look at the government <laughs> that's true they get caught plenty and uh, they <laughs> but, keep getting but, away with but, it I don't know who said it and I'm afraid that it might happen. But thing is, I think it was uh, Benjamin Franklin, Jefferson, somebody like that said that the tree of liberty needs to be watered by the blood of patriots yeah. and tyrants. What's that, what does that mean to you? Hey, I might be an old fart, and I know I'm already on the list. And uh, I'll tell you what, 
They can get my guns from me when they're prying from my dead cold fingers. Thanks, Bill, for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I understand how he feels. I really do. I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, whatever it is. I don't endorse it. I think that 200 and something years ago that, uh, you know, what it took to start a revolution was something entirely different than what it takes today. I get that there are more guns in America than there are, uh, you know, politicians, more guns than there are people. So, you know, many and many people consider the gun to be the final thing that keeps us free. I don't. I think that um, and I, I believe you have the right to keep and bear arms. I want to make that clear. And to me, that means you should be able to have a Laws rocket if that's what you want to have. Uh, you should be able to have a Thompson submachine or Thompson machine gun, fully automatic, uh, I guess it's a submachine gun, a fully automatic uh, Thompson machine gun if that's what you want to have. But I don't think that guns keep us free. In Saddam Hussein's Iraq, every Iraqi was allowed to have an AK-47 and did. Hmm. Did that keep them free? That didn't keep them free. They were under a tyrannical despot. And... It's only the, the the willingness to use it and the coordination that it takes to to do such a thing. What they've shown is um, throughout the nineteen uh, the 20th century, the 1900s, that it has become less and less effective to use violence as a revolutionary tactic. And the reason that it's less and less effective is the governments have – they've got drones in the sky. They can drop bombs on you like they did on Al-Wiki, Awaki or whatever his name was out in Yemen, and he never saw it coming. They killed his son, who was an American citizen. He was an American citizen. I believe that he uh, sort of, you know, didn't claim to be one any longer. So, you know, whatever that means to you. But they killed a 13-year-old American citizen in cold blood from, you know, on high and a cafe full of people to kill this guy. They dropped a Hellfire missile on this uh, on them. You you think that really you think you're going to fight an effective revolution? I understand that it takes people to make a stand on certain areas. And one of those areas might be gun freedom. And believe me, I believe that people keeping arms in their house it keeps us safer. I think that uh, people are less likely to commit crimes in regions where people are more likely to possess guns, that uh, violent crime tends to be lower in those areas, but you know, especially against innocence. Gun possession may be a factor in why the government guys don't crank the tyranny up as fast as they might like to but i think one of the major factors in that is that they just can't lose their aura of legitimacy because right now you're not free so the guns haven't kept you free you having a gun in your house or carrying one around on the outside you know if you're walking around open carry none of those things have kept you free because Every single day, government people are working hard to uh, take away more of your freedoms. Every year, new laws are passed and entered into the federal and you know the federal register and the various different state statutes and ordinances in towns. There are more laws in this country than a person could read in four lifetimes. Yeah, so sorry, but your guns haven't kept you free. Uh, the only reason why you're as free now as you are is because if they were to crank it up, and you were to, you know, balk at it. If Americans were to finally look at all of well, they the, do bulk now and then. Now and then, but that, when it came to that uh, FISA thing or whatever it was with the internet, uh, you know, passing, passing on, you know, internet freedom. I can't remember what it was exactly. SOPA. SIPA and PIPA and SOPA, DUPA, yeah. whatever it was, and, and the internet blew up over it. Yeah, they backed off. Yes, that's now that's they true. didn't back off when it came to the TARP bailouts. Uh, nope. you know, and, and those kind of the bailouts and the and the uh, the the stimulus. They didn't. They the, you know the public said. No. One senator was quoted as saying half the people said no and the other half of the people said hell no. Um, so, 
you know, and they still voted for it. Ninety percent of them voted for it. So, you know, I mean, mostly they'll back off on things unless if they really, really want outrage. them. If there's enough outrage, which is why they try to go as slow as they can with the uh, cranking up of the uh, the state power and control over your lives. So let's go to Shadow listening in Huntsville to WBHP. Shadow, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm just told the guy that talked to me that I got this new game here. There's a couple of uh, guys straight, straight out of the academy. They're, you know, the HPDs. And, well, they've been out maybe a couple of months now. And they're, well, they act like you probably expect them to act. But my, my game is that when they pull somebody over, they usually do it close to where I'm living at. I'll, I'll say a few things to them, which I definitely can't say on your show. And I don't yell and scream. I just change the pitch of my voice. But it's, it's just kind of fun to me. And then I like to have them see me right there on my porch. And then to top the whole thing off, I pull out my cell phone and let, let them see me call in on them and report the incident, what they're doing wrong, and all like that. Then I stand there and wait and see how long it takes before things change. It doesn't take long before the radio call comes in. Those guys maybe will take one last look at me. They'll get in their cars. They'll drive off, and then the people they were messing with, they get to go on their Shadow, way. Shadow, thanks for doing that. I think that's important for people to... I don't, I don't think it's a good idea to insult them, but I think it's important for people to watch the police and to pull out video cameras and to try to protect their neighbors by being willing to stand there and observe a situation. If they're not doing anything wrong, I don't see why they care about getting videotapes. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. That's one of the things that will help you stay free is paying attention to freedom of others. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can dial in toll-free and bring up what you want. 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line 1-855-450-3733. As we launch here into the second hour of the program, you may take control of the airwaves. And there's a lot to talk about. Uh, Last hour, we kind of uh, wrapped out the hour by discussing why it is people are as free as they are today. Because... Certainly, we are losing freedom. In or a not as of, free as they are today. Right. Uh, well, we're losing freedom in a number of different ways. And the caller toward the end of the hour's suggestion was that, well, it's because people have guns uh, is why we're free. And I think that guns are important. You know, they're, they're an obvious tool that can be used to defend your life and the life of your loved ones and, and even total strangers. Uh, so I don't uh, oppose your right to, uh, to bear arms. In fact, I support it. I have a gun myself. And uh, so I'm not opposed to guns, but I don't believe that it's the main factor in why we aren't being uh, you know, totally enslaved immediately. Uh, I think that if you look at a different uh, – in a number of different factors, you'll see that uh, Americans are enslaved and they've allowed themselves to become enslaved. So really it's your level of cooperation in my opinion with your uh, masters 
that allows for the level of uh, freedom that you have. So as long as people are willing to go along to get along, as long as they're willing to do what they're told uh, without refusal, then they're going to continue to see more freedoms slip away. And pulling out a gun at any point isn't going to help that process. In fact, if you pull out a gun and shoot your oppressors, it then can encourage you'll them just be to on make- the news, and they'll you'll be you know uh, you know painted as some kind of wingnut. And they can make matters worse by using your example, you as the wingnut, the crazed gun-toting uh, nut job, anti-government guy. They're going to use you as the excuse to crank up the tyranny even further. So in reality, by actually using a gun to supposedly keep yourself more free, you might actually be contributing to the loss of further freedoms. I'd also like to back up that you're using the term that Americans are enslaved. And a lot of people are going to pull their heads back and say, what? Uh, What? I mean, it's one thing not to be the freest country on earth anymore, and I don't know what the freest country on earth is. I'm not making any claims in that direction. I'm just making the claim that the United States doesn't seem to be on the top of any lists of freedom. Um, when you look at uh, you know, press freedom and uh, economic freedom and mm-hmm. whatever kind of freedoms around the world, the United States isn't at the top of any of those lists. Not even so, in the top ten. In some cases, that's yeah. true with press freedom, freedom there in the, the 40s. But you know, regardless, when, when you talk about slavery, that doesn't make much sense. Let me try to back it up for a second because um, it's, it's a tough statement to make. But there are some unique things about the United States that are a little different than other countries. Um, a, a, in, in when you're talking about chattel slavery uh, here in the United States, ended in you know the 1860s or whatever. Certainly, uh, Jim Crow laws went on for much longer than that. Um, you you had to you know a master would have to care for a slave as far as uh, taking care of their food, their medicine, their shelter, even into their retirement. Um, oftentimes, they found that uh, that the people working as wage slaves for hourly pay were cheaper to ke- to have manufacture things than than slaves were. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know this was an old system that was dying out over time. And what. You know, you really have to ask yourself is what has it been replaced with? And it's really been hasn't been replaced. I mean, you know, there were citizens using my finger quotes here, citizens prior to, um, you know, slavery being done away with. But these citizens, exactly how much of a slave do you have to be to be a slave? So if it cost 80 percent of a slave's output, consider that a slave probably doesn't put out as much output as a person who's working for themselves to make their own money and their own families. Um, if, if you know, maybe 80 percent, maybe you paid 20 percent of, uh, you know, a, a slave cost you 20 percent of what their total output was, leaving, um, you know, 80 percent profit. Well, if um, a free person works harder and you can take 30 to 50. Some people will claim that there's even higher that, that you know, they pay even more than 50 percent of their uh, of their money to the gov- government in all of its forms, plus consider regulations. Didn't and the cost France of just increase their uh, income tax to 75 percent? France is up to 75 percent for the highest tax bracket. If you um, and that's the uh, marginal tax bracket, not the uh, the uh, the actual. But who knows what that's going to turn out to? I don't know the Fran- Fran- French tax law, but you can see they're willing to go to 75 percent if they can do that to you. If they can tax you at 30 percent, they can tax you at 80 if that's what they feel like doing because that's what they can do. They have that power. If they have that power to take that amount of money from you that you've produced, the fruit of your labor, then, then they must be at least half your master. 
If they're not totally your master, they're at least half of it. They're totally your master because if you don't give them their 20% or 40% or 70%, you go in a cage. It's the truth. Um, now, when you <laughs> consider place, consider the United States is different than uh, – the United States and North Korea are different than the rest of the world in this one way. They tax their citizens outside of their country. In France, a French citizen has to pay – in the highest tax bracket, has to pay 75% marginal tax bracket. But if they go to Germany and they do their business, they don't have to pay taxes on the money that they make in Germany while they're on Germany. German soil. But, but in the United States, a United States citizen that goes to Germany and makes mm-hmm. money there has to pay money to the United States government because the United States government and North Korea apparently claim to own your body, not just the land that within their borders. Well, good luck getting out of North Korea, but uh, at least in Some this, of them do. In this slavery situation, you do have the ability to leave the plantation, so to speak, and go to a different plantation. If they let you, um, you I mean, you've got to pay you got to pay fees. In Roman times, slaves could buy their freedom. Um, I have Even a friend Even in the 1800s, could they not be pur- purchased away? They could be purchased, but they couldn't buy their own freedom. I, it, I think it might have depended on the agreement with the owner. It, it may very well have. Um, that there been, certainly was indentured servitude back then absolutely. as well. But in, in the 1800s, indentured servitude had pretty much gone out in, in favor of uh, mm. chattel slavery. I see. But, um, you know, I mean, these things changed over time. It was an evolving situation. But I have a friend in Tokyo who's rather wealthy, and he would have to pay a 50% of his, of his net value to the government in order to cease to be a United States citizen. This is the wow. reason that the Facebook guy crazy. decided to, to drop his citizenship before Facebook went public. I mean, you know, and that's why the, the bureaucrats in Washington were so upset about it. Ah, you took away our money. That's our money. We, yeah, we own, own you. you. Right. Let's go to the phones here and see what you think. You can certainly uh, discuss this or whatever might happen to be on your mind. It's uh, 855-450-FREE. That's one 855 Four five zero three seven three three. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. Kevin is in Indy listening to WXNT. Hey, Kevin, you're on with the Indy Mark. Uh, shekels lead to shackles. You know the old Roman currency. If you take she- if you take uh, shekels from the government, then they're going to put shackles on you because now they own you. And we are all economic uh, slaves of this day. And slavery is just another. It's not slavery, but it's by another name. So we're. We're still all slaves, whatever degree you look at it. Well, right, because if they own you 1% uh, and can tell you what to do over that 1%, then aren't you a slave at, at 1%? You are a slave, period. And most people, for the first time last year, 51% of the people in the United States received more benefits than they paid in. Yep. I would call that out-now slavery. Yeah, and then you consider households. I, I believe it's, uh, I believe that number even goes up. But, I mean, it's incredible. And then you consider... Um, you know, the people that work for the government, the people that work for companies that are contracted with the government. So you think about the uh, yeah, the d- defense industry, you know, making missiles and things like that. You consider the people that are on uh, welfare, people that work for governments of all levels. This is I mean, that's a it's a big number. But How many this- people and, and let's call that the parasite class for a second. The people that do not make anything productive. Um, and I'm not saying the people that uh, produce things for the government aren't necessarily make anything productive. Certainly firefighters and uh, you know police officers and, and trashmen do something productive, but they also work within a system that doesn't uh, reward and punish the same way that the free market does. And that it you know, if the free market is what keeps the engine running and fewer and fewer people are working in it, then what are we going to do once it, you know, once there's not enough engine to run this machine anymore? Well, and then I've mentioned this on this show before, but I call it the sixth generation curse. And that is you have the great, great grandmother, the great grandmother, 
the grandmother, the mother, the daughter, and the newborn, all under the age of 70 because they've been cranking babies out since they were 13 and they, every 13 and 15 years, and it's exponential. And people, oh, it's not that trouble. It is that trouble. No, and I don't know how prevalent it is. Kevin, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate hearing from you tonight at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. So still the numbers work in our favor, just as they would have uh, back on a a plantation. There are more of us than there are of those who would enslave us. But at what point do you decide to stop doing what Master tells you? 855-450-FREE. It's Free Talk Live. Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized, free market digital currency. You can learn more about it at weusecoins.com. But if you already have some bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at spendbitcoins.com. When you spend bitcoins on Amazon via spendbitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.spendbitcoins.com. Once again, that's spendbitcoins.com. This is Free Talk Live, live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up anything you want at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Still to come, uh, the gateway drug, maybe it's alcohol after all. We'll uh, get to some of the details on that if we get a chance. Of course, your calls come first, 855-450-FREE. Get you on the lines. If you're looking for camping, hunting, survival, or shooting gear, manventureoutpost.com's got what you need. They have all the best name brands, um, and at the very best prices, you're going to be able to find the Internet. I was just looking at uh, something on the the, the website and comparing comparing it to something else, and it was a it was a buck cheaper. It was like 5% off already at manventureoutpost.com. It's, they've got knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, tents, um, you know, everything that uh, you need, fish finders, boating equipment, everything that you're going to need if you're an outdoors enthusiast. And they're family-owned, members in good standing of the Better Business Bureau. Some prices are so low they can't even be mentioned on the air. Um, you can get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from manventureoutpost.com. So we're discussing, and we'll get right into your calls here in a moment, but I just wanted to expound upon this a little bit and then see what you think uh, about the idea of why it is things are the way they are. Why are things so bad? I mean, you look at the uh, federal government. They've got this huge national debt. Uh, there's all kinds of wars going on. Oh, and I don't know that they're bad. I mean, you know, if, you don't you think look things at, are bad If you look right at now? human freedom, um, it, you know, things are better than they used to be. People are free in the sense that they've got, you know, more disposable income. They live better lives. They live longer lives. There's less uh, infant mortality. I, I don't know that I, 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 this bad terminology you're going you're using, I disagree with. Okay. However, Things could be better. That's a, that's good to have the perspective, Mark, uh, of you know history. I think in in this, and and you're right. I mean, certainly from the perspective of history, people are better off today, at least in in our country, uh, than they were previously. And you probably, can see a lack of freedoms from the last decade or so. Um, you know, owing to the nine eleven situation, I think. Well, right. I, I'm looking at my life today. I don't feel more free today uh, than I did necessarily five years ago. And what do you? In what ways do you not feel free? More free. 
um, I just don't feel more free. I mean, I'm, I'm more free now because I'm living in New Hampshire, I think, because uh, there's just more freedom but here. You in moved a lot to New Hampshire five years ago. Ways. More than five years ago. Right, six years ago. Um, so I'm saying I'm not, I don't really feel like there's that much more freedom now than there was uh, five years ago. I don't feel any uh, any particular you know appreciable difference. I still see people being incarcerated around this country and around the world for absolutely nothing. They haven't harmed anybody. So there's all kinds of bad things going on, and I'm just pointing those out, Mark. There are lots of bad things being done to good people. Wouldn't you agree with that? Uh, it, it happens, certainly. Yeah. If you look at the 20th century, you consider that uh, government governments, in whatever form they might have been, were the most deadly thing in the 20th century. Certainly there's something to be uh, to, to pointed out there. But the fact is that violence, no matter what organization, um, if uh, you know, in the past, has, perpor- has uh, you know, people using violent acts have perpetrated all kinds of terrible things on the, all the centuries prior also. Oh, absolutely. People in, in positions of power have uh, forever been uh, milking victims and uh, destroying people's lives and starting wars and uh, killing innocents and imprisoning uh, people who've never harmed anybody else. I mean, the more things change, the more they stay the same. So, yeah, I mean, technology's great, and we've got the Internet, and that means that there's maybe the chance that we could have more freedom because we can communicate more effectively and spread good ideas. I think the future is bright, but it won't change unless you change. The future isn't going to be more free unless you are willing to do something about it. Because you can't just sit back and expect everybody to just take care of things for you. You can't expect that uh, freedom's going to happen without your assistance, that somebody else is going to put their life on the line or their freedom on the line and then sacrifice it so you can be more free. It's not a very realistic uh, expectation. And the reason why things are as bad as they are is because people won't do what it takes to prevent that. And going to the voting booth once every Every four years and checking a box for a thug versus another thug isn't going to change anything appreciably in any way, shape, or form. As we've seen, George Bush is basically the same as Barack Obama is the same as George Bush. I mean, they're, they're doing the same things, essentially. They have very similar policies, and there's, you know, there's not really any difference between Obama and Romney either. Uh, so, some would claim that Romney may undo uh, you know, some provisions of Obamacare really? or all of them. I don't oh, know. Yeah. But those people generally do not like to be reminded that George Bush uh, presided over the largest increase in um, you know, the government's intervention into medicine during his administration. Oh, yeah. And don't remind just them a few that years prior. Mitt Romney passed uh, basically Obamacare in Massachusetts. That's state's rights. It's ridiculous. And so, again, if you want to be free, and I do— then you have to be willing to stand up for the freedom of other people, even those with whom you might disagree with what they do with their freedom. And so you have to ask yourself, if it's not time now to refuse to obey the state, to refuse to pay them, to refuse to jump through their hoops, if it's not time now, when will it be time? Because we talked about the tax rates, right? So like there's, you know, you could have had a tax of, say, 1%. That hasn't happened in a long time. Now it's more like 30, 40, 50%. And we're just talking about income tax here. What about all the other taxes? Yeah, I think they were going to cap the income tax in 1913 at 15%, but they didn't want to do that because they thought the taxes might rise to 15% too quickly if they put a cap like that and said that. God, oh, it'll never get that high. And, you know, in short order, it was much higher. So add them all up. I mean, maybe you are looking at 60, 70 plus percent of your uh, the money that you earn each year going out to these government agencies. But let's just say it's only, let's just say it's 33%. Let's say that's what you're paying in uh, in taxes. At what point, when the aggregate of taxes reaches a certain level, will you decide that it's too much? When will it be? Is it 70%, 80%, 90%, 95%? Like, at what point will you finally say, all right, 
It's just I can't crazy. take this anymore, and I'm not going to go along with this anymore. Because remember, it's not just about taxes. It's also about regulations. So how many different ways are they going to regulate people out of business? Or how many different and the regulations, regulations don't harm the big companies very much no, at they, all. They lobby for them. Uh, right. They're involved in the process of regulation. What they do is they harm the little guy who's trying to get into business. And you know, it's, it's from the very top in manufacturing cars all the way down to the very bottom and people who want to do, you know, in cosmetology, people who want to do uh, hair braiding in their house. So you might be able to look uh, look aside as as we discussed last night, Mark. I don't know if you heard about this because you weren't on the Friday show. But we talked about the uh, roll your own cigarette companies. Mm-hmm. Guess what? They're out of business out as of, business. of today. Just shut down. Uh, there was a federal law that uh, was passed, a transportation provision. In a transportation law, there yep. was a, redef- a redefinition this of This is what- some of the most despicable stuff that goes on in, in, in the federal level, is the wrapping of uh, bills into I- each other. They passed if they're going to pass a law in, like they do in, I think it's 45 states or maybe more, um, that it has to be one bill at a time. They do enough tyrannical stuff on the state level in these states where they pass one bill at a time. It's disgusting how they'll slide this stuff through. They put a transportation bill through, passed yesterday, and in the transportation bill, they redefined what cigarette manufacturer is. And so they redefined cigarette manufacturer to include someone who has a rolling machine, of it, like a $30,000 rolling machine, like a fancy one, where you just dump in the tobacco, dump in the uh, the rolling tubes, and then it put, spits out 200 cigarettes uh, within a, a few minutes. There are these businesses that have opened up to provide this service to people so they can get Cheaper around, cigarettes. Essentially around the uh, the incredible cigarette taxes. And now they've been shut down by this change. And so maybe you can just sit there and tell yourself a story about how, well, it's too bad that that happened to those folks with those cigarette stores. But it hasn't happened to my store yet, so I'm fine. I'll just keep doing things the way they, I've been doing them. And I'll just keep paying whatever taxes they charge me because they've let me continue my business. And I don't really care what happens to those businesses. Well, eventually they're going to come to you. Eventually your business is going to be targeted by some sort of uh, regulation or some new tax, and it's going to put you over the edge. We'll be back. And then who's going to be there to stand up for you? So you have to ask yourself, if now's not the time, when will be the time for you to stop doing everything they tell you to do? 855-450-FREE. You take control. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society, the wheel, the printing press, the Internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything you want, toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Head over there and enjoy the various features that we give to you. Lots of different stuff, and you can enjoy it all for free, including our Shrine of Female listeners with dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing their listeners of the program. Go to shrine.freetalklive.com to see that. And if you're a lady listener, you can get details on how to become part of the Shrine there at shrine.freetalklive.com. Our phone lines are brought to you by SACL CAI. It's a company that handles accounts receivable. So if you've got a business, nation Nationwide, anywhere that needs help with uh, accounts receivable, SACL CAI can handle that for you. Uh, they they know they're, they're 
employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that it's important how your clients are treated, and they record every call so that you can go back and check and make sure that they're representing you in the way that uh, you wish to be represented. It's SACL CAI. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's a top one on the right-hand side of the page. All right, so let's go to you you and your thoughts. We'll start things out with Mark listening to KGOE out in Eureka. Mark, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, good afternoon. Uh, Long-time listener, first-time caller. Welcome, sir. Go ahead with your thoughts. Uh, Yeah, I was just kind of listening to you guys ranting about the the IRS and all that stuff. I've been not paying my federal income tax since 1995. Excellent. Have they come after you? How's that going for you? going excellent i've uh, i've actually been cursed at i've been threatened uh, they've threatened with garnishments i've beat them at that um there's a lot you've been threatened by federal agents it. and cursed at by federal agents oh certainly irs agents they're not federal agents they're private agents if you actually do your research on the internal revenue service they're a private corporation they're a debt collection agency and the only teeth they actually have is in the district of columbia puerto rico the philippines not the continental U.S. Then well, why, not, why is Wesley Snipes in jail, then? Because he was a fool. He didn't understand. Okay, there's, he was corporate. If you're, pub, if you're private, if you actually start looking through Supreme Court rulings and stuff, your, your labor is actually private property and is not taxable. There's a difference between direct tax and indirect tax. And an indirect then, hold on, before you go on, why are judges and federal employees and uh, state employees that would know this information you're talking about, why are they paying uh, taxes on their labor? You know, you got me there. I have no idea. If, if, if you actually do the research and look on the Internet. And I, I've done the research before, I, and we've been doing this show for 10 years, and I've certainly hear, heard these, uh, these, these uh, you know, assertions in the past. I think that the federal government, and frankly, governments everywhere, every form of uh, top-down, hierarchical, monopolistic government that exists is a gang of thieves that votes in and and decides their own little rules. And it it really, to me, it seems somewhat ludicrous that this gang of thieves somehow operates by the rule that um, the average person doesn't actually have to pay income taxes. We're just going to trick them into doing it when all they'd have to do is pass a law saying you've got to pay federal income tax. Yeah, I've, I don't have my paperwork in front of me. I'm at work. I've got uh, a couple dozen different letters that I've actually sent to the IRS. And when you send it, you know, there's a certain format that you have to go send it. You know, you got to send it certified oh, yeah. mail, make sure they get copies. You know, there's there's legal precedences that you have to set, you know. And when when they do not respond to your letters, it's the same as an admission of, of that you're correct. How is it that you have avoided uh, them garnishing your wages? How have I? Yeah. I just, I just have – I don't have the paperwork in front of me. Last time they threatened me was 10, uh, 10 years ago, and they haven't threatened me since. But what um, did you do? I mean, I, I understand you don't have your paperwork in front of you, and I don't need an exact uh, you know, recitation of the wording on that. But if they're, to- if they're attempting to garnish your wages, it would seem that they're just going to go to the corporation that uh, you're working for, if you're working for correct. a corporation, and then the corporation's going to do whatever they're told. How did you avoid that? I went to my employer at the time, and I told them that unless they were an agent working for and being paid by the Internal Revenue Service, they had no right or legal right, and I threatened them with a lawsuit to keep them from garnishing my wages. They backed off. They did not do it. 
Interesting. And, uh, yeah, I wonder what happens to a corporation uh, or a business that refuses to garnish the wages of their employees. What what will the federal government or the IRS do to those people? Because obviously, if they're going to get involved in a lawsuit, they'd probably rather get in one with you as opposed to the IRS. So I wonder, you know, why the IRS didn't go after them or what the other side of that story was. I've enjoyed a six-figure income for the last uh, 10 years, and I've paid no federal income tax because I claim zero exemptions. You know, I, I claim a tax-free exemption, I'm sorry, on my W-2. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's on line eight. You just write exempt and you write through it. But I urge people, if you're out there and you're attempting to do this, go online. Look at look at all the information you can before you attempt to do it. If you really want to get their attention, everybody within the sound of my voice, go in there and file exempt on your W-2 tomorrow at your place of employment and withhold whatever you would be paying them normally and do it as a protest to get their attention. I think that's a decent suggestion, uh, Mark. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 855-450-FREE. That's really ultimately what's going to take is for people to stop going along to get along and to stop uh, kowtowing to the man and to go ahead and keep what's theirs and do what they can to hold on to what's theirs. I mean, if you can successfully file as exempt, and I don't, you know, I'm no legal advisor. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know how their system works. I don't play in it. I'm not interested in it myself. I don't file tax. Um, but if uh, if you do have to file one of those forms because you work for some because I work for myself so I don't have to deal with the W two situation or what do they call them the W four that you fill out there's that one form that you fill yep. out the first time you get a job and or the, the you know the beginning of a new job sometimes they'll have you do it uh, some years every year or something like that just depends yeah so if you were to if you were to file another one of those an updated one with exempt status and actually begin taking home all of your paycheck. I mean, that would be a big boost, right? That would help out in a down economy to have a little bit of extra money every single uh, paycheck. That would be pretty nice. And then, of course, you could take that money and turn it into uh, alternative currencies like Bitcoin or silver or gold. And then uh, good luck to them getting that. The IRS can't raid your Bitcoin account. They can go to your bank and probably easily get into your bank account. They can't raid your Bitcoin account. That's the thing about bitcoins. They, uh, they you know, there's something there's something very different. They're a new sort of digital currency. They've been around for, I guess, a couple of years now, and it's impossible for any government agency or any a corporate agency or any banking agency or anybody to mess with your account. Um, especially if you've got uh, whatever fail-safes are put in as far as protecting from viruses and things like that on your computer. It, it allows you to send and receive money without payments anywhere in the world to anyone without them having to pay any payments. It's mathematically impossible for uh, bitcoins to be counterfeited or inflated. You know the Federal Reserve's printing money whenever they need it. It's impossible, mathematically impossible for bitcoins to be inflated. Um, it's impossible for anyone to freeze your account or interfere with your account in any way. And if you're careful about it, it can be done completely anonymously, just like cash. Um, it gives you 100% control over your money. You can find out more by going to weusecoins.org, watching the short video there. You can go to bitcoin.org. 
to uh, go download the Bitcoin software, be using it in just a few minutes. And if you want to get some Bitcoins, you can go to bitinstant.com. It's bitinstant.com. And they'll show you how to deposit cash at more than 700,000 locations across the United States and the world, including CVS, Walmart, uh, you know, major banks, those kind of things, anonymously. And you can receive your Bitcoins, uh, cash from your Bitcoins, without a bank account afterwards. So you can uh, go to free, uh, was archives.freetalklive.com, download this show if you didn't get hear those instructions it's a uh, bitinstant.com let's go to mike listening in new mexico you're on free talk live hello mike hi ian hi mark hey, i'm going to take the next step next time i'm at uh my yard i'm going to go to human resources and i'm going to go ahead and fill out another one of those forms and i'm going to go ahead and put exempt on there and see what happens good luck I think it's heroic. Hang on, Mike. You may have more to say. I'm sure you do. Hang on. We'll bring you back here in a moment. 855-450-FREE. Make sure I fear for those uh, folks. That didn't, you know, letting stop you... the fear, man, because that's what's killing us. You've got to stop being afraid. And as long as you're afraid, they've got you. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. If you can uh, you know, lose that fear, focus on love, and then disobey what they tell you, they won't be able to control us anymore. It's Free Talk Live. Do you ever have connectivity problems due to poor Wi-Fi reception? I have an amazing solution for you. C-Crane's Super USB Wi-Fi Antenna 3. It can provide connectivity for up to a mile. We're using it at my house, and I can't describe it as anything but stunning. This antenna will change your life. If you're not familiar with the C-Crane company, their products are the best. I highly endorse the C-Crane company. Get your Super USB Wi-Fi antenna at ccrane.com. C-C-R-A-N-E.com. Live, and it's a live Saturday edition of the program. You can dial in toll free, take control of the airwaves, 855 453. That's 1 855 450 3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Like the show? Want to help support Free Talk Live? Become an amplifier over at amp.freetalklive.com. Amp stands for advertise, market, and promote. And the idea is that you can send us three bucks a month. And we will invest that into Free Talk Live, getting on more radio stations around the country and bringing new Internet listeners on board as well, thereby exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. So once again, go to amp.freetalklive.com. You get perks, too, to sweeten the deal, like access to the amp-only call-in lines, amp-only podcast, and forum. Uh, The amp-only podcast, by the way, doesn't have the usual podcast ads in it, so that's a perk. Uh, Once again, go to amp.freetalklive.com. In fact, Mark, we just posted a video that we made a couple of days ago here in the studio, which, you know, it's rare for us radio guys to do video things. But this was, I think, uh, pretty much all your idea, right, Mark? You wanted to get out there? And yeah, I just wanted to talk to people who had formerly been amplifiers and talk to Because we have about a thousand people that have formerly amped the show over the last uh, five or six years that the amp program, actually it's probably been seven years, the last seven years that the program's been around. There are more people who used to amp than there are who are currently ampers. And a lot of them have dropped off because of financial reasons, uh, for instance. But there are always other people that have, you know, other reasons that people have for walking away from the AMP program. So finances is one of them. And sometimes the other one is that they uh, will stop listening to the show. And then another one might be that they don't like something that uh, you or I have done. And the video. Uh, right. Then the video that uh, has been released and you can now see over at uh, – let's see, I don't know what the easiest way to get to it is. Probably the Free Talk Live Facebook page. If you go to uh, facebook.freetalklive.com, you'll see uh, you'll see it linked to there. 
and uh, it, it kind of addresses all of those objections. I'm not going to rehash the content of the video, but basically, uh, if you like what we're doing, it doesn't matter if you're listening to the show. If, you, if you're right. too busy a to listen. A lot of people um, you know, listen to the show at one point in their lives. Their lives change for whatever reason. They move on, and um, you know, they, they say to themselves, well, you know, I'm not listening to Free Talk Live anymore. I'll stop being an amplifier. That's not really the point of the AMP program. Right. The point is to get this program on as many uh, stations across the country as possible. And the AMP program absolutely is working at uh, making that happen, which means that it's more likely that more people are just going to randomly come across this show. It's great if you can you know, get someone to come here for the reason that they've been recommended to come to Free Talk Live. Like if you recommend us to a friend, that's cool. That's a good way to spread Free Talk Live for sure. Certainly recommend us to your friends. Uh, share, share your favorite episodes with them by all means. But there are people you don't know that should also be able to come across the show. And being on radio stations around the country allows that to happen. So if you support what we're doing, uh, then be, please become an amplifier at amp.freetalklive.com. As we go back to Mike listening in New Mexico. Uh, Mike, you just barely had a chance to get some thoughts out there before the break. So go ahead. Hey, I tried last night to... Uh, uh make my own Bitcoin wallet on the iPad, and I wasn't able to do it, but hmm. I, I have more questions now about mining, pooling, and also, if I were to get good and learn how to do the Bitcoin, could I have my employer deposit my paycheck into a Bitcoin account instead of the bank I'm currently using? I Boy, suspect the answer to that will shortly be yes. I was speaking with the guy who runs BitInstant.com, and uh, they're putting together something that will allow you to pay all your bills and bitcoins, um, you know, pay through this uh, pay payment center. I I don't know exactly. Like, I, I don't know the specifics of running, uh, you know, businesses. I understand Bitcoin in the sense that I know how to use it. But as far as uh, you know that that goes, I would think that they'd be able to work something out with you. But I don't know the specifics. You could go to uh, bitinstant.com and they've got a customer service link there, and you could talk to them about it. It doesn't hurt to ask. I mean, I I wouldn't expect, especially larger employers, I wouldn't expect them to change their accounting practices at all. Uh, they're going to tell you, oh well, you know, we're going to put this in your bank account, and if you don't like it, we'll give you a check. Uh, but you know, maybe a, a smaller business might be willing to be flexible with the, with that sort of thing. And it certainly would be great if business owners did see the value. Uh, in giving you know their employees paychecks in uh, denominated in bitcoins, certainly there's no waiting. I mean, once they click send, it's there. I mean, you don't have to have a check clear. There's no three to five day waiting period or anything like that when you're dealing with uh, with bitcoins. There's some real benefits uh, to doing that. Did I answer your question? I feel like I skipped over part of it. No, I I think that it's it's something that I'm very very interested in. I want to get involved with it real bad. I'm just going to have to spend a little bit more time studying it and learning how it works. Yep. And uh, the other thing I want to talk about was something I heard about California this afternoon on the radio that that uh, the state legislature of California approved uh, measures to build a high speed rail between San Francisco and Los Angeles. Ultimately, with the first stretch being a 130 mile stretch at the cost of two billion with a B, $2 billion. Now, California says, you know, Stockton just became the biggest uh, city in the United States to file bankruptcy. That's right. To declare themselves bankruptcy, bankrupt. And if California has a debt of $60 billion, how are they going to pay for a $2 billion rail line? They'll just extort it out of their citizens. Or maybe I, they I get a bailout. 
The, it's outrageous. Right. Oh, yeah. it's absolutely outrageous. And high-speed rail has not been shown anywhere to be profitable, as I understand it. Um, you know, this is uh, the Cato Institute. I'm taking their numbers there. Tend to believe if it them. was profitable, we'd probably see them being built by right. private companies. And one might have to ask oneself, is this, if this made financial sense for um, that to happen, then why doesn't some company go out there and build uh, – I mean, I think there are tracks – that's, why don't they build the fastest train they can between Los Angeles and San Francisco, and the people can show up in San Francisco without a car and uh, you know try to get around? <laughs> I, I looked into the auto train or whatever it is. Uh, it, go, it runs from at least part of it runs from uh, Washington D.C. down to I think Orlando, Florida, and you know I could drive my car to Washington D.C., which is maybe an eight-hour drive or something like that. Hop on the auto train, you know trundle down i guess it takes oh a day and a half or something and then you finally get there and you know through stops and starts and then in orlando i could drive down to the uh the in-laws house and it, this thing was like triple taking the airplane um i i mean it was it was and which is in the airplane is is more expensive than taking my family in the car so i mean it just makes more sense to drive than it does to do anything else yeah, you're right about that. Nothing really makes sense with government. But you guys got the best show on the radio, and I look so forward to listening seven nights a week. That's all I wanted to say. Mike, thanks, Mike. thanks for listening. You are listening, by the way, on XM's Extreme Talk tonight. Thanks for the call. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line as we continue here with you and your thoughts. Ray, listening in Aberdeen to KBKW in Washington. Hey, Ray. Hey, guys. Um you know, uh, the other day on a local talk show host, we were talking about the to- local talk radio. We were talking about the soldiers, and they keep bemoaning the fact they're getting sent back over and over yeah. and over. And, you know, I don't know about you guys, but if I had a job I didn't like, and I've had them, and in fact, I've quit them. Sometimes I've quit them, got right up in the face, guy's face, and got quite nasty, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Why would you not quit your job? And I brought this up to the host which immediately threw me off the radio for, he called trashing the troops. Who and was all it? I was saying was, hey, if you had a job you didn't like, wouldn't you just quit? You know, a cop down in, say, Compton, down in California, gets up every day and faces danger every day, does his job or whatever, and he doesn't, you know, cry for PTSD and come home and get a big fat paycheck and get paid the rest of his life and, you know, I'm starting to think these soldier boys are a bunch of whiners. Well, hold on a second. I mean, PTSD is a very real uh, situation. Mostly and- PTSD doesn't come from sitting in, uh, being in, in terrible combat situations. Yeah. Um, the, the worst PTSD, has, and this is their numbers, not mine, comes from people who feel guilt. It's from the horrifying realization of what you have, you and the people on your side have done to, I guess, innocent people. I mean, you know, you, you well, can't you be know, in a combat so- situation and not see dead kids pretty quick. When I was a when I was a young man, I lived in New Jersey, and I went up to Philly one time, and some bikers beat us up pretty good. I mean, they beat us up real good, had a gun held to us. You know, I don't think them bikers was suffering from PTSD. <laughs> well, I suppose you know not. what I'm talking about, guys. This is you know I when get, I get where you're coming from. When I'm you not go on to... a king crab boat and you go to Alaska, and you know you could fall off the boat and die any second, or horrible. It's a dangerous, dangerous job. Yeah, you know what? Well, this is what I'm saying. I think these these soldier boys are getting to be a little bit, uh, you know. Well, I wouldn't want I to be know. ordered back. I think that the reason that they're going is is because they're scared of, of what, what they've been told otherwise. about what's going to happen if they go AWOL. Which, from what we've been told well, by some former soldiers... Ray, well, here's here's why they've been they've been scared about quitting. That they believe they might be locked in a brig for uh, for going AWOL or whatever. But, but from, if you have enough time, it's legal. 
Well, from what we've been uh, told, even going AWOL isn't as bad. It's as not AWOL. It's uh, it you know you, you just you're uh, I guess it's AWOL versus desertion. I'm sorry, it's it's AWOL but not desertion. Um, so there's you know there's different distinctions here. But we've had plenty of people call in and said, yeah, I just left and didn't come well, back. Gentlemen, and, listen, if if you've had four years, you're entitled to quit. I think okay. it, I think that they've That's got you I'm for saying. eight years. I'm saying that this war has been going on a long time. To it's hear an eight-year thing, play. man. It's an eight-year uh, stint. You, you're in four active, but then you've got uh, four more as an inactive ready reserve. Yeah, they're they're probably not going to throw throw one in jail for refusing to uh, you know to, to work. For as them. far as I'm concerned, I'd rather sit in a brig than go and participate in the killing of innocent people. I mean, e- even if that were my only choice, was like you either do what we say and kill innocents, or you know you go to a brig. I'll take the brig and race. So I understand where you're coming from, and uh, thanks for the call tonight. Eight five five four fifty free. More to come up here in moments. Hour three's next. It's free time. Hey, college students. The Independent Institute in Oakland, California is putting on the Challenge of Liberty seminar this summer. You can spend a week connecting with other liberty-minded students from around the world, attending seminars with libertarian luminaries, and grappling with pressing issues facing the world's economy and its people. Go to seminar.freetalklive.com. It's $195 for the class and $300 for the room and meals at the beautiful Notre Dame de Nemours University in Belmont, California. Seminar.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of this live Saturday edition of the program. 855-453-FREE is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on the phones. You can also join us online over at freetalklive.com where you can control the content of the site. Submit new items to it. Vote on those that are already there. Go to freetalklive.com to get interactive. Again, freetalklive.com. All the features you'll find are free as we go to the phones and to you and your thoughts. Ted, listening in St. George, Utah. You're on Free Talk Live, Ted. Ted in St. George. Going once. Ted in St. George, going twice. I'm going to put Ted back on hold. Maybe he's in a bad cell or something like that. In the meantime, we will try Michael listening in Madison, Wisconsin, to the Mike 92.1 WXXM. Hey, Mike, you're on Free Talk Live. Okay, now I'm convinced there might be something screwy with our phone system. Two calls in a row. Check the uh, potentiometer for the... Our potentiometers are A-OK. Maybe the board operator is uh, still getting back from a bathroom break or something. So stand by, Michael. Uh, maybe you are there and we just have no idea. So we'll uh, come back to you in a moment here. 855-450-FREE. Alcohol, a gateway drug? Alcohol is uh, has been found to be a gateway drug. This is a study in the August edition of the Journal of School Health. It finds that the generations, by the way, rawstory.com reporting, it finds that the generation's old theory of a gateway drug effect is in fact accurate for some drug users, but shifts the blame for those addicts escalating substance abuse away from marijuana and on to the most pervasive and socially accepted drug in America, alcohol. Using a nationally representative sample from the University of Michigan's annual Monitoring the Future survey, the study blasts holes in drug war orthodoxy wide enough to drive a truck through, definitely proving that marijuana use is not the primary indicator of whether a person will move on to more dangerous substances. By delaying the onset of alcohol initiation, rates of both illicit substance abuse like tobacco and illicit substance use like marijuana and other drugs will be positively affected, and they'll hopefully go down says the study's co-author, Adam Barry, from the University of Florida. 
While Barry's study shows evidence that substance abuse behaviors can be predicted with a high degree of accuracy by examining a subject's drug history, he believes that the persistent and misguided notion of marijuana as the primary gateway to more harmful substances went awry because its creators, who called it the stepping stone hypothesis in the reefer madness era of the 1930s, fundamentally misread the data and failed to conduct adequate follow-up. He says some of these earlier iterations needed to be fleshed out. That's why we wanted to study this. The latest form of the gateway theory is that it begins with marijuana and moves on finally to what lay people often call harder drugs. As you can see from the findings of our study, it confirmed this gateway hypothesis, but it follows progression from licit substances, specifically alcohol, and then moves on to illicit substances. We've He's, been saying that all along. Somebody who's got a you know potential for being an addict is liable to try things that are available and likely alcohol is going to be available to them in the home initially whether it's uh, been given to them or not i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of fridges in the united states with a lot of beer in them well, that standardized, uh, excuse me, says basically, so we know what someone says re- with regards to their alcohol use, then we should be able to predict what they respond to with other drugs. Another way to say it is if we know someone has done the least prevalent drug, which is heroin, then we can assume they have tried all of the others. Barry says that while a standard, uh, standardized progression certainly doesn't fit every single drug user, the study took that into account too. He said there were a low there were a low enough number of errors that you're able to accurately predict future substance abuse behavior with about 92% accuracy. By comparing substance abuse rates between drinkers and non-drinkers, they ultimately found that seniors in high school who'd consumed alcohol at least once in their lives were 13 times more likely to use cigarettes, 16 times more likely to use marijuana and other narcotics, and 13 times more likely to use cocaine. That's people who'd consumed alcohol, high school seniors, who'd consumed alcohol at least once in their lives, were that much more likely to do all those other things. Yep. I mean, it doesn't surprise me in the least. Barry also noted the rates of tobacco and marijuana use among all 12th grade high school students were virtually the same, confirming a report for the Centers for Disease Control that was published earlier this year. So then what the claim here is, is essentially... People will many some people will say, and they've called this show and said it, that marijuana should remain illegal because it's a gateway drug. And for those people, the question would be, if that's so, then these same people that are using the hard drugs to which the marijuana is a gateway have also used alcohol and tobacco. Mm-hmm. So therefore, those things are gateway drugs. So why should marijuana be illegal if these other things are gateway drugs just like marijuana? Why should marijuana be illegal? Well, not only that, that's a good point, but also alcohol's way more harmful than a marijuana. In fact, a study published in 2010 in the medical journal Lancet ranked alcohol as the most harmful drug of all, above heroin, crack, meth, cocaine, and tobacco. And even more striking, the Lancet study found that harms to others near the user were more than double those of the second most harmful drug, which is heroin. And that makes sense, right? I mean, plenty of alcohol uh, abusers are likely to lash out at other people. You know, bar fights aren't started by uh, heroin junkies. They're started by alcoholic, uh, alcohol abusers. And so, yeah, that is a drug that can actually affect people around the user. Whereas if, uh, you know, if you're just smoking a joint or shooting something up, eh, you know, odds are good you're not going to attack the person that's uh, that's standing next to you for looking at you askance. It, it, I suppose it makes a certain amount of sense. Alcohol's uh, certainly di- dangerous in that way. But, I've, you know, it's, it's the very rare story of the person who gets stoned and beats their, ki- well, their wife or kids or, uh, you know, gets into a fight or something like that.
The study should give pause to anyone involved in youth drug awareness programs, as its findings suggest... <laughs> Nothing's going to give them a pause. Come on, be serious. Most of those people get paychecks for what they do, so they're not yeah. going to change their mind. They get paid to tell kids that marijuana's bad. They're not going to change their minds. It takes a very long time. My wife took, my wife was a drug treatment counselor and when I met her, mm-hmm. and you know it, it took looking at these issues through my eyes through, for many years to come to the conclusion that marijuana, you know, she certainly thinks that other drugs are dangerous. She thinks marijuana isn't something people should do. She doesn't like it. But, you know, the, drug, the drugs might be bad, but the drug war is worse. No doubt. And uh, alcohol may be bad, but banning alcohol would be even worse it didn't work the first time and it's it wouldn't work, work now time. and that's the reason why drug prohibition doesn't work now they make, might make people's lives miserable well we could continue on this topic but i'm told the phones are working again so we're going to try ted again in uh, st george utah ted are you with us i uh, sure am excellent sir go ahead with I, your thoughts i just wanted to correct mark real quick okay um, good and and i'm gonna i'm gonna sound really racist and i'm not and i'm gonna sound like i'm for slavery and i'm not um, I just understand the psychology behind what was going on. Um, they could, they, slaves in the South could buy their freedom. Okay. Um, and this was universal across the South. <clears throat> the racism in the South was created by Abraham Lincoln and his war of Northern aggression. Um, there were entire slave regiments in the Southern Confederate Army. And we all have this kind of roots mentality of how they were treated. But if you're really treating your slaves bad, are you going to give them guns? Well, there, uh, you know, there weren't, as I understand, there were black regiments on the in the north too, and there's a lot of evidence of, um, you know, from, of that time frame that people considered blacks to be uh, subhuman. And I'm I'm not disagreeing with that. Okay. What I'm saying is, yeah, were were some slaves treated bad? Yes, they were. However, as an example, um, the Confederate president Jefferson Davis, his wife one day. Uh, kidnapped a black slave, a, a child who was five years old. He was being beaten, and they, she kidnapped him, brought him to the Confederate White House, and they adopted him. His name was Jim Limber Davis. Mm-hmm. And what they did to this kid, what what the Confederate troop or what the Northern troops did to this kid, was horrible. They went and they kidnapped him because this war was about slavery and the oppression of blacks, and so we can't have the Confederate president having a black kid he can't adopt a black kid and the reason why why um racism got so bad in the south was because once they once the south lost the war then it became a matter of we have to lash out at somebody oh sure something is responsible for us leaving and that caused the the horrible uptick in the racism and if you read the actual papers at the time there were a lot of slave owners that said we want to get rid of slavery. That was a big part of why they wanted to industrialize, because that would have allowed them to peacefully and economically free the slaves, not just cast them into poverty. The rest of the world managed to do it. Somehow the rest of the world ended slavery. Um, the Western modern world, I should say, uh, Western world, d- did it without uh, without a war. And so. had the South had time, it would have happened there, too. And Likely uh, Ted, interesting call. Thanks Certainly for sharing that info with us. 855-450-FREE. You can take control of the airwaves, whether you want to talk about alcohol as a gateway drug or whatever's on your mind. Free Talk Live. 
DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. Talk Live, live Saturday edition of the program. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. And you can get interactive in various different ways there. Uh, and some of the features, by the way, that are awaiting you uh, include archives that will take you all the way back to late 2006. And they are all downloadable completely free for you. Once again, go to freetalklive.com. And if you want, you can actually uh, visit our SoundCloud page to make it even easier for you to share our episodes with your friends, maybe on your Facebook page or via Twitter. You can find the SoundCloud link under the Listen and Share section of the front page of freetalklive.com. Just look over on the left-hand side under Listen and Share for the SoundCloud link. You can get your Liberty message out to thousands of people a month for fractions of a penny apiece. You can do it from the back of your car. With LibertyStickers.com. I've got a sticker from uh, LibertyStickers.com on my car. And, you know, I love it. It's uh, it's a witty statement. It says that, um, let's see, something to the effect of uh, Barack Obama has uh, fired more cruise missiles than all other Peace Prize winners combined. And you can find messages like that um, all at LibertyStickers.com. Actually, I was talking to a guy in the grocery store who said he saw my bumper sticker and decided that he was going to get one. And he went to LibertyStickers.com and got one for him, his car, too. Awesome. And it's just some guy I met at the grocery store. And Was so, he waiting for you out by your car or something when you came actually, out? Um, figure out who? I guess I should have said he was just, I just, he was just, waiting, just met him at the grocery store. He had come and done some work at my house. Just some uh. dude that worked for a tree cutting place mm-hmm. liked um, the bumper sticker and then got one and then I happened to see him at the grocery store we were checking out at the same time. That so makes I, more sense. Yeah, this is kind of a strange story. Anyway, libertystickers.com, you can go get uh, that sticker or any others. There. I'm excited, by the way. You can uh, have your own printed out as well there at libertystickers.com and I've got an order that I'm placing for some shiresociety.com stickers which I'm that's very right. excited about. So that's pretty cool. Alright, let's go to your phone calls. You may bring up what you want, and we're going to try Michael again, since we had some phone trouble earlier. He stayed on the line. Michael, listening in Wisconsin, uh, in Madison, to the Mike 921. Hey, Michael. Yes, how you doing? Great. What's uh, on I'm your mind? I'm about the uh, subject about filing exempt. Filing uh, exempt, yes, sir. Not, yeah, that, that might not be too good of an idea, because if you're looking to get some retirement benefits, uh, if you get disabled, and some people say, well, go get your federal benefits. You work, you go down there, and they say, well, you filed as it. You can't get your Medicare or your Social Security. I disability. would agree. If it's your intention to uh, get benefits from the federal government, then you probably should continue paying into their system. Absolutely. Me, for instance, I haven't paid Social Security in probably about a decade, and I don't intend to take Social Security. So if you're willing to take care of yourself and be responsible for your own retirement, then, uh, then, yeah, then, then opting out, I think, is a good idea. But if you want the government to be your nanny and take care of you, then by all means, you know, keep giving them uh, half of your income. Okay, okay. So if you're able to take care of yourself, yeah. keep all your money. But if not, and you kind of sketchy and your income is low, you better put it in the pot. 
Well, no, I would recommend nobody uh, put money into the federal government. You would just said, well, what about the benefits? And I said, well, if you don't want, I mean, if you're willing to forego those benefits, then that's when you want to stop paying. If you want to do business with the federal government, you want to put money into their investment programs, by all means, go for it. I don't recommend it. I think you'd be better off taking your own money and investing it in places that uh, are safer, like in alternative currencies, for instance, or in other investment options out there that'll return, even if you do end up collecting social security down the line it's not going to be the deal that you're thinking it's going to be they're likely going to have to inflate the currency to be able to make the payments that they are supposedly obligated to make and don't be surprised if they all of a sudden decide they're not obligated to send you anything and they just decide to keep your money what are you going to do then right or if they're just broke Broke. Yeah, right they now. certainly could be. They're, they're trying to do that as quick as they can. Well, they're going to be broke. I mean, right now they're already in debt severely, and there's no shortage of further debt uh, to come down the line. They Their obligations that they've – or you know, they call them obligations, but they're not really because they're the government. They can change the rules anytime they want to. But the, the things they've committed to into the future as far as paying amount to something like $50 trillion. I mean, it's crazy over the next, what, 30 years or something like that. Uh, the, the amount of money they'll have to pay out. It just won't work. Financially, the math, it just doesn't work. I don't blame anybody who feels that they need to get some kind of uh, you know assistance or whatever. I don't blame them for going to the government and saying, hey, you guys said you were going to give me a check. If I worked and I paid in, then I need that check. I don't blame you, but it, at the same time, one needs to consider that it probably comes with some kind of strings attached. Okay, and then I didn't know uh, we could do that. I thought it was mandatory you had to pay in. Well, first of all, the Social Security system uh, is apparently a voluntary system, uh, more so than the IRS uh, revenue or the uh, the income tax. But how you stop paying Social Security is a good question. If you're working for a company, I don't know how you do that. I stopped paying it because I uh, just opted out of working for companies. I haven't paid since 2006. Right, so I, I work for myself, so I don't have to deal with uh, whatever paperwork the the corporations do. If you could get a corporation or a company of some sort to actually give you the the amount of money they're putting into Social Security, that would be a an instant increase of like seven percent on your paycheck. Actually, it might be even fifteen percent, depending on uh, you know whether they let you keep all of the Social Security money they're paying. Because usually the company pays half, and then uh, you know they pay half out before it even gets to your check, and then they take the other half out after it gets to your check. That's my money. I'm never seeing that's right. I might not never see. Exactly <laughs> right, sir. Michael, thank you for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. And I'd like to point to you know, something that's uh, you know, relevant here uh, with, with Michael um, on the line is that Social Security is a system that benefits people who live longer. And, you know, that, that, that may not be you. The fact is that women tend to live longer than men. And the fact is that white people tend to live longer than black people. And Rich people tend to lo- live longer than poor people. So the people, uh, you know, so you've got for every one rich white woman collecting Social Security, you've got three poor black men who are working to support her mm. who may never even make it to 65. Right. And those uh, those men would be better off or everyone would be better yeah. off to take their own money, their 15 percent or whatever, the Social Security money and put it in something that they control. Something that they have more say over. Because as uh, Michael pointed out toward the end of his call, it may not be there for you come time to collect. The government has no obligation to you. Did you sign a contract for that Social Security card? Because I don't know about you, but I didn't. 
My parents signed me up for that, and the government took money from me without my permission, without my consent. They didn't guarantee me a return. They didn't guarantee me anything. The return that they do seem to give is about 1% is what people can expect. So Social Security is already, what they pitch is already a bad investment. The it's average terrible. person can take this um, you know, this money, put it away in some kind of uh, you know, retirement account or whatever, makes significantly better than 1%, although with the stock market right now, it looks like I'm chasing down to zero as fast as, um, as, as it, well, it's possible. Right. But you can do what you want with that money. So chances, uh, you know, the, the chances that you could make more. And then you can leave that money to your heirs if you die at 64. Right. And uh, if you are in control of your money, then you get to make the decisions with it. Unlike some governmental bureaucrat, you're better qualified to take care of yourself, to know what's important to you. Does that mean you're going to make some mistakes? Probably you know, you might put some money in an investment that doesn't end up panning out. Uh, that's part Don't of the Don't worry. Process. Some company out there will handle your investment for you and give you some mediocre return. That's already available yeah. to you. You can have that. Or just go buy some gold and silver, some bitcoins, and uh, sit on them and see how that does. I bet you'll do a lot better that way than you would through Social Security. Yeah, you're going to do better in bitcoins and gold and silver coming up here shortly. There I are no guarantees in life, but one thing you can be certain of is the government's going to screw you every which way they possibly can. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. If you're counting on them to take care of you, you could be sorely disappointed. Free Talk Live. It's not easy for an unknown person to get noticed in this busy world. Hello, I'm Brad Ryder. I'm a songwriter, and I have a couple of albums, one with a country sound and one that's Christian-inspired. I'd like to invite you to visit my Facebook page, facebook.com slash downbearmusic. If you like what you hear, tell your friends. My name's Brad Ryder, and my music is at facebook.com slash downbearmusic. And thanks for noticing. Free Talk Live, live Saturday edition of the program. Time for you and your thoughts if you call in at 855-450-FREE. That's the toll-free number brought to you by SACL CAI. 1-855-450-3733. Here tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Inviting you to our website, freetalklive.com. The mobile site's available for those of you with a smartphone. If you'd like quick access to our live streams, just go to m.freetalklive.com. It'll also give you the software that you need for your phone to tune into those streams. M, as in mobile.freetalklive.com. You can't turn on the cable news network or you know whatever cable, cable news channel there is out there or talk radio without hearing about precious metals, buying gold right now. Um, you know, A lot of people say that now's a really great time to buy, that uh, gold undervalued that it's likely to spring up and you know i tend to believe that that's you know that's where i'm coming from i don't know i certainly believe that gold is a great store of value and has been for thousands of years so whatever reason that you might want to get gold whether it's a hedge against inflation or investment or a barter currency whatever reason you might want gold or silver you can go to gold.freetalklive.com the reason you would want to go to gold.freetalklive.com is you want to get the best price. It's important to buy at the best price so that you can, when you sell, you can make a profit if you sell. Um, that's gold.freetalklive.com. We've got many coins there and pieces and that you can go ahead and comparison shop in other places if that's what you wish to do before you buy Go to gold.freetalklive.com. When you buy gold.freetalklive.com, not only you're getting some of the best rates available to you on precious metals, but you help with Free Talk Live, too. It's gold.freetalklive.com. It's true. Let's go to Ryan listening in Madison to 92.1, the mic, WXXM. Hey, Ryan. Hello. How are you doing? Just great. What's on your mind tonight? 
Uh, a couple things. I, I originally called because I heard you guys talking about the uh, commuter rail system, and uh, I was really interested to hear that you guys made all the points, um, the exact opposite points that I usually hear on this radio station, 92.1 out of Madison, um, speaking out basically against the commuter rail system. And I was, uh, I guess, a little curious, is this more, uh, is this a neutral radio station or is this more liberal the station you're listening to, the station you're listening to there in Madison, uh, WXXM, is a progressive talk station. Uh, Free Talk Live is an open phones panel discussion with a pro-liberty viewpoint. So in a lot of cases, we're going to agree with people that consider themselves progressive. So, for instance, a lot of progressives might agree with us on ending the insane war on drugs, uh, for instance, just to give you one example. Or in many cases, we're whistleblowers. More- in many cases, we're more, pro- we're more progressive than uh, progressives because a lot of progressives support the warmongering efforts of Barack Obama, but we're completely against war on this uh, this radio program. Whether it doesn't matter who the president is. So I, I guess what I'm trying to tell you is Free Talk Live doesn't really fit into the conservative progressive kind of mindset. Uh, and when it comes to the issue of uh, having commuter rail, I'm all for high-speed rail running from Los Angeles to San Francisco because I like to have options in the marketplace. But- However... I'm not for people being robbed at the threat of their houses being taken away or being thrown into jail in order to fund that. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I'm not willing to see people be threatened uh, to support something that they may or may not be interested in uh, supporting. Yeah, that's awesome. To hear hear you guys talk like that and to talk without um, having to have the pressures of, of automatically having to um, side with what would supposedly be the, you know, or what would typically be a more liberal approach or just, just without having to automatically take sides and to hear, you know, to hear out of this radio station finally something that's more, um, just m- more free thought, you know. And well, thanks. Then, Tell you what, here's what you can do. If I'm, you think it's I, that great. I'm glad you like it, but remember every time that we say something that uh, the, the liberals don't like, then the other conservative stations that we're on, and we're on many of those too, then they then they like it and vice versa. When we say things the liberals like, then the conservatives don't. So. Whether you like or don't like it, it doesn't, doesn't matter to me. But uh, if you do like what we're doing here, take a moment to call your local talk station. In, in, in your area it's WXXM, but we're on over 100 stations across the country. If you enjoy Free Talk Live, take a moment to Call the program director of the station and tell him thanks or her. Tell him or her that you appreciate that uh, Free Talk Live is heard on the station. Because, you know, it's sad, but it's true. You're absolutely right that Free Talk Live is definitely something different in the world of talk radio. You know, we don't take some sort of party line. We're not taking any instructions from some political uh, party committee that's telling us what to uh, to say. In fact, I don't have any love for either of those political parties. Uh, and yeah, open phones, open discussion. So anything else on your mind tonight, Ryan? Uh, a couple couple things. Yeah, it's, it's basically it comes down to the money issue is, is that, um, yeah, you're not a whipping post and you're not a soapbox for the, the, the Democratic Party in the sense that you're just portraying your rational thought and all the points that you made on the commuter rails, everything that we dealt with here in Madison, and that, you know, the, the, every other time that you listen to this radio, they were, you know, proponents of that rail station from Milwaukee to Madison, and there was just under a billion dollars that was of government money, money that we supposedly were going to borrow from China to build this commuter rail, and all the same points everybody was, uh, you know, that was against it was most on the conservative side because they were going to lose their home, they were going to tear through sections, and it was going to cost $100 to 
go from one spot to another. So the problem with the conservatives on this issue is that they don't have any consistency. So they may have a problem with their home being stolen, but they don't have a problem with homes being blown up in the Middle East at the hands of the uh, the U.S. military. So, you know, the conservatives want to take people's money and, uh, you know, use it to force people to, to try to live the way they want them to, like, you know, try to force some sort of moral code on them. And uh, the liberals want to take people's money and try to uh, spend it on different uh, social programs that they think are valuable that you may or may not necessarily agree with. So like with the rail, for instance, some people might look at that and say, oh, that'd be great. I'd love to take the rail to work. And they don't really think about the fact that it's being funded through violence or the threat of violence uh, because most liberals don't like the idea of using violence. The ones that I've talked to are very you know, anti the idea of using violence. But on the other hand, when you show them that government is violence, that government is force, as at least the government as we know it today, uh, is force, it makes them very uncomfortable. And uh, I appreciate you calling in tonight. Thanks for the thoughts, Ryan. Hope to hear from you again. And uh, don't forget, freetalklive.com. You can find more of us there. For those of you that don't get us all seven nights per week on your local talk station, as you don't if you live in Madison, uh, you can certainly always get us over at freetalklive.com. But also, call- yeah, and I mean, you know, what Ryan's dealing with there is, uh, you know, he's, he's shocked that Free Talk Live is something entirely different than what you're used to hearing on your radio station. And it is out there right now. Sadly, and the, the 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 competition in ideas doesn't seem to be real big. Stations will pick one side or the other, and I understand. You know, it's from a, a programming standpoint. You you want to deliver something consistent to people. But, That's generally true in talk radio, but our station in Florence, WVNA, is a mix. They have uh, Ed Schultz, they have Free Talk Live, yep, they have some Rush do. Limbaugh, so they're but all But at the that map. point, you're, you're still talking about, essentially, if you listen to Rush Limbaugh, you listen to one of the other uh, you know, t- uh, conservative talkers, Glenn Beck or Sean Hannity or whatever, you're usually going to hear the same news stories with the same opinions on those news stories, mm, delivered yeah. in a different fashion, and depending on what time of day you're listening. And the same goes with the... The liberal talkers, you know, they'll they'll listen to each other and they'll listen to the competition. They'll come up with their opinions based on that, and they'll just do the show that's you know that that, that makes sense for that side. Free Talk Live has a completely different view on it. We view these ideas from the standpoint of peace, liberty, and personal responsibility. Let's talk to Faye, listening in also in Madison to WXXM. Hey, Faye, you're on Free Talk Live. Faye, uh, Faye in Madison, going once. Faye in Madison going twice. Maybe she's in a bad cell. We'll put her on hold and try Patrick listening to XM Satellite Radio's Extreme Talk in Illinois. Hey, Patrick. Hi. I filled out one of those W-4s, and I claimed exempt. Um, and what I did is after I signed it, I turned it over, and I said I wrote that on the back, I did not voluntarily fill out this form. If I did not fill out this form, I would not be paid. And then I signed my name on it. Hmm. And uh, I felt like that would... Um, they could have a hard time prosec- using that form to prosecute me. Uh, well, they're the gonna, if they would. want to put you in a jail cell, they're going to put you in a jail cell. But how long ago did you do that? This was about six years ago. It has, see, it has an OMB number on it. So that when it has someone has an OMB number on it, that usually means that you have to fill it out. Like so, like the employer did it work, says. Though? I mean, did you? Well, you did, this, did they stop? Yeah, withholding? they don't withhold income tax, but they will. They do withhold the social security. Yes, yeah, I don't know how like you. A, I don't know how you get out of the Social Security part of it. I, I'm interested to hear if there are any business owners or accounting departments in a business that have actually successfully withdrawn or, no, you know, that have, that have basically told the feds, yeah, we're not going to collect your Social Security. You can ask for, to be a private contractor. Thanks, for Patrick, company. for the call on the story. More coming up. Free Talk Live. 
There's a legendary piece of equipment in the radio world. It's the CC Radio 2. It has the best AM reception, bar none, thanks to their twin-coil ferrite AM antenna. It also has stellar FM reception, plus ham and weather. I recently got one. It's the nicest radio I've ever owned. If you're not familiar with the C-Crane Company, their products are lauded for their quality by experts the world over. I highly endorse the C-Crane Company. Get the CC Radio 2 at ccrane.com. C-C-R-A-N-E.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. If you're already on the lines, that is. We'll do our best to get you on the air here shortly. If you are not and you still want to talk to us, that's okay. You can call tomorrow because we do this thing seven nights per week. Uh, in fact, Mark and Stephanie will be here hosting tomorrow, I believe, with a special guest host. That's right. Uh, all the way from Australia. So that should be fun. And if so, again, if you miss a moment of Free Talk Live, you can always go grab archives over at freetalklive.com. There's always another show coming up in just hours from when the first one ends. So, again, go to freetalklive.com. Get interactive with us there as we go right back into your phone calls and your thoughts. Let's talk to James listening in Mobile to WAVH on the FM band. Hey, James. Good morning, brother. James? Sound, sound a little muffled there. I'm not sure what's going on. It's my phone, but I'll try to speak up. Uh, I'll tell you what, James, your phone, I don't know if we can. It's pretty bad. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm going to put you on hold here. Maybe we can get you on another line. I, I can only put something on that's... Sorry. There's a certain line of airability, and I you know I have to make that decision. So it's nothing personal. We hopefully can get you on a different line, maybe a different uh, cell phone or pay phone or something like that. In the meantime, we try to uh, to go to Mike listening in Aberdeen to, w, uh, to KBKW. Hey, Mike. Yeah, hi. Uh, quick comment and a question. Um, as far as the Social Security goes, you know, when they passed that bill way back when, there's a clause in there that says if, uh, if it comes time for you to draw the money and they haven't got any, they're not obligated to pay you anything and they don't owe you anything. Oh, I yeah. believe so that, it. That's, that, yeah, it's in the bill. It's written in the bill, so people should be, be uh, aware of that. It was a disaster uh, from the get-go. Well, if there's ever any doubt that the government could screw you on Social Security, I think you make a good point. But just look at how they treat the veterans. I mean, these guys, they promise them so much, and then they just screw them left and right once they finally uh, get out of Once they service. are no longer able to carry a rifle for them. Yep. Yeah, now, now quick question. Uh, on the Bitcoin thing, I mean, when you hold cash, it's always being eaten up by inflation. If, if you get really bad inflation, it gets eaten up fast. If you put the money, take the cash and put it into Bitcoin, is it affected? Is the money you put in affected by inflation the same way, or or not? No, it wouldn't be. Um, you know, there's variations in the in the Bitcoin marketplace based on you know commodities exchange, but uh, tradition it has been going up over the last the course of the last year or so. Um, there was a, a big spike in them. Uh, maybe about a year ago, there's a big spike that uh, certainly threw the the market into a in, in, into a frenzy, but. You know, basically, it's it, since it's since it's mathematically impossible for any government or anybody or any thing to inflate the Bitcoin, um, then you know, bec- and for that reason, it tends to rise against the dollar because the dollar is being inflated. Okay, very good, Mike. Any we'll other thoughts? Into that. Nope, that's it. Thanks. Thanks. And by the way, you can learn more about Bitcoin at weusecoins.com. We use coins.org. We use coins.org. I apologize. I, sh- I should know this we by now. We use coins.org. Okay. Yes. Very right, good. Gotcha. Mike, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Uh, as we continue here, let's try Raul. Or is it Raul in South Jersey? Raul? Uh, yes. From right. Jersey. Welcome, sir. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Yes. Go for it. You're on the air. Uh, what's up? No, actually, I just called the 
Yeah, tell your program director that I appreciate your show. I heard the caller before. Hold on a second. I I appreciate that you appreciate the show. However, I am the program director of Free Talk Live. Uh, That said, I'm not the program director of the local 100-plus radio stations that we're on across the country. I'm also not the program director of XM uh, Radio. So you're not listening on the the broadcast radio, though. You're listening via TuneIn? Yes, sir. Are you on your mobile phone via TuneIn? I'm on an iPhone app that has uh, several different Liberty shows that um, I guess are collected and just, you know, they give you a schedule and you just play. Oh, cool. Is that the LRN.FM iPhone app? Um, yeah, LRN. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, I'm also the program director of LRN.FM, <laughs> so uh, I'm glad that you like Free Talk Live and I, I appreciate that. What you can do, though, you're there in South you're I'm there. gonna have to double down on my appreciation then. Well, thank you. You're there in South <laughs> Jersey, so one of the things you can do is contact your local talk radio stations and and uh, talk to those program directors, and then ask them real nicely to add Free Talk Live to their lineup, uh, and then maybe uh, you can actually get a us. Bunch up. of sheep. Uh, I don't. I, re- I really don't deal deal with them. Okay, well then don't. It was uh, just I, a suggestion. I, I, I do have a suggestion on uh, the social security thing, and if you work for a company, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm sure if you call HR and tell them not to take taxes out of your uh, paycheck and that you are doing tax, you're you're writing taxes off yourself. Uh, I'm sure they'll not withhold it and just give you the full money, and you just pay at the end of the year or withhold Social Security and just pay your federal. Well, I appreciate that uh, you're pretty certain about that. I I wonder what the response well, would I'm be. Not, I'm not absolute about it, but I'm I'm pretty sure that's. I, I work for Verizon. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm in the union over there so i'm sure i've heard that guys have done that interesting wow i would love to hear somebody who has personal experience opting out of social security this is the closest i've heard yet when working for opt out per se it's just you call hr and you tell them you're doing you're going to send the money yourself right instead of having instead of having the company itself you know, extract that money. They don't need you know. to know that you're opting out. I get what you're saying. That that's, yeah. that makes the most sense as far as what you tell the people that work in the accounting department. And I would love to hear yeah. from somebody who's actually attempted and been successful at doing something like that to get their story. Raul, any other thoughts you want to share with us tonight? No, just uh, just keep fighting the fight. Well, I appreciate your call. Thanks for uh, for making Thank it you. tonight. Although I don't really consider it fighting. I know, Mark, you like to call it that, but uh, I do. No. Yeah, you, you said to me the other day that I'm fighting. And oh, I, I see. Uh, what I don't to agree. Fighting against the bureaucrats. No, I don't agree with it. As uh, I don't think I'm fighting. I see it as they are the ones that are fighting because myself and others who love liberty are working to live as free as we possibly can and supporting each other in living as free as possible. And sometimes when you do that, when you do activism and you speak out against the uh, the depredations of the state, that they will target you and they will try to uh, to punish you and throw you in cages and hurt you and put you in their court system and do terrible things to you. But that doesn't mean that you're necessarily fighting. Uh, that uh, just means they're the ones that are fighting. They're re- they're fighting to retain their control. They're fighting to retain their legitimacy or their aura of legitimacy, and they are fighting to keep things the status quo. I see them as being the ones that are fighting. I just want them to be okay. I want them to leave people alone. I want them to uh, to love their neighbor. You know, I don't want to fight them. 
I don't want to hurt them. I don't want to uh, have them uh, be retaliated against. I don't want them to be put in cages. Some people are so upset at what the government people do. They, uh, you know, like, well, we got to put these people in cages, bring them up on charges, you know, hurt these people. George Bush, he's an international war criminal and all these terrible, you know, things that they want to do to the government bureaucrats because they feel hurt. They feel like they've been attacked. They feel like they've been stolen from. And they're right. They have been attacked and stolen from. But continuing the cycle of violence, I don't think is the answer at all. I, I think that these people should be forgiven and they should be left alone just like we should be left alone. And I realize that some of them have done some terrible things, but I just don't think that uh, continuing on that cycle is going to be beneficial to human liberty in the long run. Well, so. The best way to uh, <clears throat> to not engage in a fight is to not be there when the uh, the force is uh, lands. Um, you know, they, they tell you this in Aikido and it's really true. You try to be where the force lands. Um, no, I mean, I don't know about that, Mark. Uh, Do your best. You're not going out and protesting at that uh, courthouse because you want them to leave you alone. Well, it's because I can only have so much, uh, so many charges piled on top of me. It it gets worse the the more No, I'm not saying that you're being a coward, Ian. I'm saying that you're going out looking for trouble, and you find it. And no, I'm I wouldn't not saying say I'm looking for trouble. I think we're just standing up for liberty. I okay. mean, going out and smoking a standing joint. Standing up for liberty on by Central looking Square. for trouble. I get it. I, I, I understand. Going out and smoking a joint on uh, you know the local park is not looking for trouble. It's just it's just being free. It's just acting like free people. Taking your top off as a female in public is not looking for trouble. It's just being free. So I guess it just depends on how you approach things, Mark. If you want to call it looking for trouble, then that's your perspective. But from my perspective, I just want to live free. That's all. Let's go to Faye. We're going to try her one more time. Maybe she's there now. Faye, listening in Madison to WXXM. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Faye, you're on the air. Hello. You are on the radio. Doesn't sound like you can hear us. Something's wrong. Sorry, Faye. we got to let you go tonight. But appreciate the call. All right, so. I wanted to tell, say real quick thanks to Zach for creating that uh, that that app. Oh, that app the dude was listening yeah, on. Yeah, the, the the LRN.FM app. It's awesome. I've seen it before. I don't have one of those fancy iPhones. I've got an Android phone, uh, which I also consider pretty. It's pretty sweet. fancy. Yeah, but I hope fancy. that uh, I hope that someday some Android programmer can take the work that he's done and somehow port it over. Because I know that there are a lot of apps that appear on different platforms on different mobile phones. Uh, so. I think Zach knows the iPhone and the programming language that's involved in that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know, you know, the Android uh, platform. So hopefully, some Android person could contact him through his website, through what, what's what called the Liberty Radio app or something like that. I think. Uh, I don't know that much about it other than it was created by Zach. I know that it's on our website. If you if you go to freetalklive.com and you look over on the right hand side in the banners uh, that we have there, there's one that uh, says Liberty Radio, FTL Podcast, and Live Show. And then you click that, and it takes you to the Apple iTunes store. And there's a way to contact Zach through his program. It would be great if somebody who knows Android programming could transfer that over to the Android. That'd be so awesome. But yes, thanks to Zach, because that's a great little app, and it's free for anybody that has an iPhone or iPad, I believe. Oh, yeah. All right, so we're out of time for tonight, but Mark, you'll be back tomorrow with Stephanie for the live Sunday edition of the program. And folks can tune in in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Have a great weekend. I've been told no in many different ways. I give you an order and you're going to obey it. Who told you can go this way? You can do that and you have to leave here. You cannot bring time into the rally. Walk with me. Well, I'm, I'm, no, I'm comfortable here, actually. Whoa, 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 hey, 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 who do you think you are? Excuse me. There is no video or audio allowed in this. Now, I have 
work today. This is you ain't gonna make. Wait, now, wait a minute. Holy Whoa! Hey! Oh my God! Unbelievable! Because you're scared. What am I being detained for? You're being served. What is this? What is this? Bureaucrats have a funny way of telling people no. That's the sound of the men working on the chain. Coming this summer, Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. See the trailer now at victimlesscrimespree.com.